Coming to you from Date Cola Promotion Studios 1 in Wichita, Kansas. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Starring El Señor Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez. Featuring behind the control board, the mighty Godzilla. This podcast is recorded live to tape and produced by Dante Cola Promotions. And now, you wanted the best? Well, don't tell them. It'll go to their heads and make things worse. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast Season 3, Episode Number 17, Adam 17. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and my partner in crime Mm. for the past 100 episodes, Adam. Holy shit, is it 100 episodes, Tommy? 100, it is. Oh my God. Señor Adam. Man, there's confetti going down in, oh, in the studio shit. here. Who set all this stuff up? <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Usually this is like at the end of the concert, they're blowing confetti everywhere. <laughs> it's, oh my! It's like I, can't, a, I can't even see you. It's a kiss show, Adam. It's a kiss. <laughs> wow. One hundred wow. episodes, Tommy. That is damn right. Congratulations, up front, man. Did you ever think it would be possible to get one hundred episodes? Sure. You did. <laughs> Wait a minute. From the start, you know, you know that rocky start that we had. You know the Never. first few episodes. And on, in all oh. honesty, no. Mm. Especially when Jay dropped out. Jay dropped out. Yeah. The world shut down for a good the world eighteen months or yeah. so. Yeah. All that when we strived through it. What was it? We went online for a little bit. No, we went. Yeah, we went remote. I oh, think yeah. Yeah. four zooms or whatever it was, and then at that point. The thought machine was going, mm-hmm. especially after being quarantined. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going stir crazy and coming up with all these crazy ideas. I was calling you. You was bouncing some ideas maybe, off of you. You were bouncing some ideas off of maybe me. Maybe that's the secret sauce. It, it, <laughs> the quarantine made all this creative uh, power inside of you. And you then it so? came out. Maybe. Well, you don't sell yourself. Don't I'll, I'll, sell yourself short there. I'm going to sell myself as short as possible. Not do that because <laughs> you are the driving force of creativity no, I, on this I, show. I, I am. Thank you. You're you're the musician. I, I'll take that. You're the musician. <laughs> you, you do the intros and all these things. You you make a. You're constructing a song in your off time. Your off uh, podcasting time. Yes, <laughs> thank. Most you, of these I things are coming it. out of your no, mind. No, but I mean you. You're awesome. You you you're actually the the only one that that speaks coherently here, according to that one email that we received. Oh, what is that one email? <laughs> we could hey, discount that one, one email. That one still hurts, man. That one still oh. hurts. speak English. Like what the hell? <laughs> was that from John Gruden? Uh, <laughs> no, no, he liked the Puerto Rican talk. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> you're speaking yeah, Mexican. But, uh-huh, yes, there you go. A hundred episodes. And before we go any further, the mighty Godzilla. Yeah. Adam is not here. Now, why did, did he choose today, our day of celebration, to to not be here? I don't know. I had to... Is it beach season? Did, did, <laughs> did he need to make it to a beach well, somewhere? That's, that's where I was going, Adam. The pool's open <laughs> last weekend. 
And we're about 1,500 miles away from the ocean. So I'm like, oh, so he's checking out the local talent. Oh, I guess so. It's my guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, good luck. This week, the only content that I got that I can remember uh, off of the Gocito Productions, and I think this was off of that, the co-op promotions, that one video that asked you if you didn't like what you were seeing, Adam, and those were the images of those beautiful young ladies. And then at the end, it, it wished you a great month. Oh. <laughs> a great month of June. Oh, for yeah. the record, uh, for yeah. the record, Adam, I liked every single one of those yeah, images. Yeah, I yeah, I liked them all. <laughs> why so why, why, why would you not like something like that? Hold up, hold your congratulations there for a minute. <laughs> should, we, should we direct people to follow the Datakova Promotions uh, well, page? Yeah, of course. It's very it's simple. It's available on Instagram, it's, it's right? It's available on Instagram, Izzle, and that page is, let me punch it up real quick. You think I should have it up already? Oh, okay, here it is. Right I think here. it is up. Way uh, up. <laughs> it is Datakova Promotions. And that is D-A-T-E-C-O-B-A underscore mm. promotions. Yeah. You'll get a little snippet of what's going on so with that, the podcast. You'll get a little video of uh, the- That is uh, an access point to get- Yes. To Godzilla content. Because Godzilla content makes it onto the Datakoba page, yes, right? Yes. Not all of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Instagram has some rules with that. Okay. And his, his associate, the clam, doesn't yeah, make it on Twitter. Definitely doesn't make it on okay, there. Gotcha. He could probably make it out on Twitter. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, Twitter's kind of the maybe, wild west. Maybe, he could probably maybe, get rid of yeah, anything. Maybe. Yeah. The problem with Gosito's content is that it could be misunderstood. It could be mistaken for what it really isn't. Gosito is just a lover of uh, life, Adam. Uh, somebody has already it's, shared. It's, but yeah, sure, we'll put it out there someday. It was a holiday weekend last weekend, and Gosilo. Wow, yeah. After uh, we recorded Saturday morning, he was gone. <laughs> it's like, where's Gosilo? Coming out, remember? Because yeah, we that's we were, the weekend we, that the pools open. Exactly. Yeah, so so, like, so it coincided kind of, exactly. Like, so it was like two plus two is four. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would. I'd be curious to see what it comes. Every summer, uh, when Gosilo disappears, usually like this, it comes up with like a season four. Or oh, so we should get a flurry of Gosilo content, uh, probably because he hasn't been having troubled with any of the studio duties. Yes, yeah. <laughs> He's able to follow his true passions in life. Yes, I. I don't. I don't mind Gosilo's passion at all. So they're pretty good. <laughs> So he's still earning the paycheck while he's away making uh, Godzilla videos. Oh, you know this is so lucrative, Adam. A hundred episodes. We're we're just we're swimming in the dough. Oh, so this is like when a TV show <laughs> hits a certain point, and it goes into syndication, and then it's like mailbox money. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. See, we're we're gonna be easily turning into King Nothings. <laughs> the the fame is gonna just yeah, yeah. and we're gonna get drunk with power. Yeah, we'll be fame, covered. Yes, I think I'll be covered with dirt and, and duty. <laughs> <laughs> Millionaire podcasters right. Tom and Adam It's hard to name podcasts Available on Spotify And all the rest Of your favorite DSPs Oh check this out I gave you the uh, Instagram page We also have A Facebook page By the same name mm. Got to go up promotions We put some content Out on that And also Adam mm-hmm. Tell me You have me Stopping every single corner Telling everybody about it oh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately We're not wearing masks anymore Because you had the The uh, COVID mask Oh you remember that Fa- fashioned yeah. with the, the the show logo, and uh, that's not in use anymore. Are you getting the tattoo? Is the tattoo going to be put on there? Uh, I might. I might. I don't know. I just don't know yet. Check this out, though. Okay. 
when we first started the season, we knew we would be hitting eventually 100 episodes. And we didn't know when, but yes. Yes, you know, we were kind of like <laughs> at some point. On and off. So we really didn't, with all the hit and misses that we uh, went through with timing and getting together and everything else, uh-huh. I must have just completely forgot about it. We had this beautiful plaque that our general, uh, Sammy Rodriguez, what? made for us. And that, I don't know if you remember this or not, but we were going to go ahead and, and put out some kind of a contest. Oh, and I, it just that's right. just forgot, man. But we still have it. We still have it. We, we can, can make. We yeah, can still absolutely. fashion yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And it is a. If you notice, it hasn't gone up on the walls of Date Co-op Promotion Studios at all. It's there's. First of all, there's no space. For He's that. probably thinking that's where I was. Like, <laughs> well, I haven't heard a contest. No, I no, sent no. that <laughs> item a long time ago. No, but we it's still there. It's nice and packaged still. So it's nice. Okay. So, so, it, so yeah, we'll have so something we, to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do something now that we started. Uh, with episode, uh, what, next week or whenever as we get together, it'll be episode 101, Adam. So it'll probably be something that we handle through email again. We've been getting so many volumes of email. Is that going to cause a uh, bit of a problem? I would hope when we do do this, mm-hmm. the email switches over to, to something positive, to kissing our heinies to try to get uh-huh. this. <laughs> <laughs> to try to get this, you know, yeah. to try to get this awesome plaque. And I think we described it. It's wood and it's uh, engraved with the initial logo. Well, if, it, if it's from the general, it's got to yes. be wood. Yeah, of course. Oh, the wood that he, makes you feel all, good. That's right. <laughs> he's all about the wood. That's right, man. <laughs> so he wants to uh, send a shout out to you, Adam. He, oh, what? Yeah, he said that uh, he was listening to the last episode and that... Uh, Sometime last week, he was uh, that that evening was hamburger night for him. <laughs> oh, was, was he listening to the the pod as yes. the, as the hamburgers were being uh, enjoyed? No, I that I don't know. I know oh. he said that. No, I think it said tonight I'll be enjoying hamburgers. Did he alter his enjoying? He's like, <laughs> I haven't tried these toppings on a hamburger. Maybe I'll go this direction. <laughs> Oh, he thanked us for using the, the hot dog bit. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was good. I said, of course, you send something good our way, and that goes to all of our uh, listeners. You send something good our way, you, we'll evaluate it. We'll, we'll give it to the production staff. <laughs> and we'll send out proper hot dog eating instructions. Yes. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, if you have an idea, go ahead and send us an email to Tommy and Adam Pod at gmail.com. Perfect. <laughs> so what else did you have going on week? You have anything uh you had anything No, just a busy busy week as uh, before the mics went hot, you you brought up, "Hey, how long is it until you're going to have a grand baby ah, that's coming up yeah. and that's like within two weeks i informed oh. you of that's big and there's a lot of things happening in the meantime leading up to this there's like in the tate realm it seems like everybody has a whole list of things they need to do and accomplish and then there's closings on houses here and there also oh, there's dates yes Oh, wow that must be right really around, exciting right around the time of arrival wow. so we're imagining there will be a birth and they will come into the Tate house. And then okay. very shortly after, there will be a moving to the new residence. <laughs> and then a lock, stock, and barrel move of all these people. And then the other son also moving to his house. The first word of mm-hmm. lock, stock, and barrel, Adam. Mm-hmm. Once they move, Adam, use lock only. <laughs> change, change the locks. <laughs> <laughs> Consider maybe giving it to, to Abby. You know, it all depends. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you still have that one, child number three. Yes. <laughs> For a little while, anyway. We'll see. <laughs> and since you're changing the locks, don't give it to Natalie. Don't give it to nobody. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to give it to Elvia, though. There's no way around that. Oh, yeah. The scrumptiousness will not come to your kitchen if you don't. Oh, I know. I can't shut that one out. That one has wow, to be Wow, that is a lot going on in the realm of Gondor. Mm. <laughs> on the realm of Tate. Oh, and I have a bit of a leak uh, in the roof. You know, oh, we've had all the yeah. rain this week. You know, we have all those uh, plumbing pipes, you know, the vent pipes that go up to the roof and then yeah. they have the little boot around there and the flashing. Yeah, the one that does the uh, the one that does either the heat or the heater exhaust or something to that effect. I or, thought it had to anyway. do with just the regular plumbing or something. Okay, sure. Yeah, there's like two pipes that are located right around the middle of the house. And we had to go up into the attic because my wife walked over to the shower and she was walking by the vanity area. And why is there water just dripping down the wall by the vanity? Was it during this really bad storm? During this last week, yes. So then I got to crawl up in the attic and look around and say, hey, the ceiling looks pretty good. And then I shone the light over at the pipe and there it was just trickling a little bit of little bit of water oh as it was raining as it was raining sure so i just got to get up there with a little bit of caulk do some caulking and seal it yes that's my plan Good for you man what this is the second week that it's rained really uh torrentially actually here in, in wichita now i always ask you do we still need rain uh, I would say, I think I told you last episode. You said yes. You're about a week and a half of rain, And you right? cursed me, and my house is leaking now. Thank you. So do we still need rain? Uh, I didn't know I had the power of hex, Adam. <laughs> I'm hexing you, Adam. <laughs> Has our water table risen? I would say still that mm. we would need, I said, what, a week and a half? I would say another half week. Oh, my. Another three or four days wouldn't be bad. Wow. Okay. Just because of the dryness and the lawns and all these things that need the rain, the rivers need to be replenished. Uh, oh. All the, the all the agriculture here in the state of Kansas needs. Well, the to river's be. just going to wash away. <laughs> it's just going to go downstream. There's no uh, pest and shit like mosquitoes and all that other stuff mm. that, that gets all washed away. So, oh, it do. Yeah. Okay. I think that's how uh, ecology, where is it? That's the ecosystem. How is the ecology is the study of the yeah. ecosystem? Yeah. We're doctors now. We have to be using these. De- <laughs> we haven't got to that segment yet, no, by the way. No, we're not. Are we going to be no. studying mites? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I do think, I think we need a little bit more rain. And okay. and then once we get it, just a little bit at a time. Could we get it intermittently? Yes, intermittently would be the okay. word. Yes. Thank you. That would be a little bit cooler, but you know, we don't have, we don't have that power. We don't have that control. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that reminds me of the first Hobbit movie, Adam, The Unexpected Journey. The un- okay. Yeah, you know where... This is with uh, Samwise and... No, no, no. What? This is the first one with Bilbo Baggins and the company of Thorin Oakenshield. Oh, the Hob- not the Lord of the Rings yes, stuff, the Hobbit stuff. Yes, the Hobbit stuff. Where the- Gilkenshield? Where- Who? Oakenshield, Adam. Oakenshield. O- Oakenshield, okay. Yes, Thorin. Thorin. <laughs> okay. Okay, what is well, Thorin? No, well, they were they were when they finally convinced Bilbo to leave the Shire. Okay, where did he go? Go off on this adventure with them. I, you didn't you didn't get to see the Hobbit at all. I did, no, I saw the three uh, Lord of the Rings movies. I thought they were fabulous, but I said I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> now now we're just kind of trying to get blood from the stone. With these Hobbit movies, no, you're not. No, there's, you're there's not. more. There's more no. money to be made. We were talking more about, money. We were talking about rain and whatnot. So they were in their okay. ponies and whatnot. So Dory, one of the elves, right, is telling it's okay. about, it's about to rain. You know, uh, again, Bilbo has so joined we, the. So company. we have the same group of people. We no, have no, we have an elf, different. a dwarf, no, 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 hobbits. This is just dwarfs, Gandalf, and Bilbo. What, well, you said there was an elf. No, no, no. Dwarfs, Adam. That's what I meant. Oh, 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 oh. Dwarfs. Dwarfs. Oh, okay. Dwarfs, Gandalf, and Bilbo, which is, a, you know, how. So nobody, anyway. nobody's sexy. So, no. <laughs> no. So, so when, exactly. 
Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So when they're in this forest, right, it starts raining, and Dory, one of the uh, the dwarves, says to Gandalf, says, Mr. Gandalf, can't you do something about the deluge? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they were being slobber knockered by some rain, yes. were they? And okay. Gandalf said, it is raining, Master Dwarf, and it will continue rain until the rain is done. If you wish to change the weather of the world, you should go find yourself another wizard. Oh, wow. <laughs> he doesn't want to use his power for evil, does he? <laughs> so, Adam, if you want to stop the rain, <laughs> you should go find yourself another fan of the Lord of the Ring, because you won't find them here, buddy. He could have just used his staff and lifted it above his head and said, You shall not rain! I don't think it works that way, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into the Lords of the Ring uh Adam, good morning, buddy. Good morning, Tommy. And today is June the 4th of 2020, and it is the national S-A-F-E day, safe day, Adam. Safe day. Yes. S-A-F, that sounds like an acronym for something. Is it an acronym? Listen to this, Adam. This is, give this oh. a little rest. This is the remix. It's the safe development. Robotics. <laughs> The 80s, Adam. Yes. Men Without Hats, Adam, the safety dance mm-hmm. on National S-A-F-E Day, National Safe Day, Adam. Okay. What happens on National Safe Day? June the 4th, Adam. I don't think this one's going to excite you like the hamburgers last week, Adam. Well, so. that's sad. <laughs> we need to bring it down again. <laughs> we had a great episode last. We got we to gotta strike out eventually. <laughs> on, Why would it be on, the 100th on, episode? On the 100th episode, <laughs> Let's let's wait for the hundredth episode to talk about safety. <laughs> June the fourth, Adam, uh-huh. and National Safe Day, Adam, mm-hmm. holds the power to prevent tragedy. Is this for safe crackers? People that go into <laughs> banks and use the thing where they put the stethoscope up to the edge of the of the vault? It's to prevent tragedy, Adam, from repeating itself. Oh, Adam, pay attention. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> One of every three households, Adam, in the oh. U.S. has a gun stored somewhere inside, Adam. Okay. The Brooklyn May Moeller Foundation is committed to ending senseless child deaths through education of responsible gun ownership and empowering parents to ask about guns where their children visit. Okay. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's, now, uh, I, heard that's a, I heard a stat that there are uh, more guns than people. In the uh, United States. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to visit this, but... Well, you did, right out of the chute. I should have thought about this. <laughs> uh-huh. This is specific to gun safety, this safe day. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You know, it, it would... Uh, how am I going to say this without sounding that crazy? Hmm. Well, number one, yes, that's very important. Gun safety is probably number one thing if you are a gun owner. And we're talking about the standard gun owner which in my mind, without knowing all the statistics, are the people who have a couple of guns in the house. Okay. We're not talking about the gun nuts that have 75 guns in their house. Okay. In, sure, sure. I know, I know those people. And I know a whole bunch of them. And again, it's a free America. You could do whatever the hell you want to do. You, know, you want to have 20,000 guns, go knock yourself out, however. That's not to cover them with a the blanket and say that they're irresponsible, because some of them 
are probably more safe. Oh, than, yeah, absolutely. With gun uh, lockers know, and all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah. Like and, a fortress over there. And this is where I want to go with this. Okay. You know, and I don't want to get political. And whatever happens uh, out there with all the uh, the mass shootings and all that, that's extremely sad, especially all those poor kids that were killed in Texas this past, what was it, past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's the worst thing. And it's horrible. This, uh, this past week down in Tulsa, I believe it was a Wednesday or Thursday, there was a shooting as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think that even, and this is where I was going to go with this real quick. I think even if you are a responsible gun owner, there's a possibility you may forget where you put your gun. You're going to have a grandchild here pretty soon. You're going to have children, again, little children in your house. And I'm just, you know, just using this as an example. I'm saying that you are a responsible gun owner. I'm just saying Hmm. that uh, I don't even know if you are a gun owner, but I am. It would behoove you to, yeah, sure, have a safe. Uh, I have a safe. Mm -hmm. I have a safe, and ever since we have babies, my gun is out of that safe less and less. It's staying in there, uh, and because Ollie's about to turn five, and Jeremy, Jeremy has guns. Yeah. So uh, that was one of the things that my wife was harping on him, is he needed to get a safe, and he did. Yeah, sometimes I have a little bit of a neck issue. I'm laying down, and I use a pillow or something at Uh night, and I get like this... It gets uncomfortable. I'll go and I'll take the pillow and I'll toss it in the middle of the night and try to get comfortable again. And then I'll wake up with the imprint of the gun's <laughs> grip on my cheek because <laughs> I'm using the gun as my headrest. And you know on... what? You're you're a homeowner? Absolutely. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And going back to gun safety, I, you guys saw my gun one time when you came in here. Oh, I did. <laughs> and that's you're not supposed to see it, you know? <laughs> that's not the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, you, I forgot that day. I just, you know, I was here by myself. There was nobody in the house. A willow, I, I believe, was in North Carolina. And this has I had it out because I sleep. I, I also have a neck pain. <laughs> Pain in my neck when I don't feel my gun next to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, you hear a noise, dude. It's that's the it, you hear a noise. You get up. You hear a strange noise. You get up and you go handle your business. Yep. You're there to defend your home. Mm-hmm. That's what it's there for. It's not to go and start playing cowboy and screwing around. So this day, flashing your gun, which I think is illegal, probably. So this day is about proper gun ownership. It's not about the acquisition of firearms. It's not about no. purchasing firearms it's about or being anything safe like that. With them, yeah. It's like you possess these, yes. you're going to be safe with them. It's not maniacs trying to take away my gun. So we don't need to discuss <laughs> what type of hoops you have to yeah. jump through to purchase guns in this. No, in, okay. and it depends because jumping through the hoops, they, that's subjective, man. It depends where you live at. Oh, I know. When I went to go buy my gun at the gun shop, I don't know how many years ago it was, I went there and I, I was fully prepared to pay a whole bunch of money up front and say, well, I know, I guess you got to do a background check on me or something you didn't do your research i didn't do my research Uh, yeah i guess you got to do the background check you gotta you know go through and check my record and all this stuff and hey no you're walking out here pal it's it's (laughs) all yours you got if this card clears you're out you got the money it's your responsibility oh you know i was speaking to one of my relatives that lives in new york Mm -hmm. new york city in one of the boroughs a little tougher uh, laws there yeah because she was talking about you know, there's some things in the neighborhood that wasn't looking right and whatnot. I'm thinking like, well, at a moment's thought, I said, oh, sure, you have your gun on you. You know, go buy a gun. You know, that's what I thought. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, that's that simple. You want to feel that you need to defend yourself from any kind of maniac on the street? Oh, I can't do that. Well, what do you mean you can't do that? 
that, not allowed. That doesn't sound right. Well, it's a good thing there's no gun violence in New York. Oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a gazillion arguments on these things. Oh, I. That's it, all the argu- that's all the arguments are right now, especially ab- since Texas. guns, abortion, stuff that's good for some people and bad for others. And the thing is, whoever finds it to be bad tries to force that on the people. That can you imagine if what the statistics would be if people were really that irresponsible with a fucking gun? There'd be deaths left and right. Me personally, all the gun owners that I know, and I know quite a few, and I know gun nuts as well. I was in the army. Shit. Mm-hmm. Two out of three soldiers had a shit, shit ton of guns in their it, house. It was required that you're trained on these, these <laughs> yeah. weapons. And then you say, hey, it's kind of fun. So you purchase these weapons in your personal yeah. life. Yeah. You take care of it. You you know, I think a, the safe day is a that would really be a cool proper yeah. That would be a proper gun owner right there. And that would be a cool way to celebrate, you know, National S-A-F-E Day. Get a safe. I hope you just don't leave it on your pillow when you leave. I mean, I'm just, I'm not trying to put you out there. <laughs> not you I'm just talking I'm just saying If you have your firearm Let's put it that way You have a firearm And you treat it With the necessary Responsibility That it needs I equal it to Driving a car If you go out there And you're a maniac driver You could kill somebody With a 4,000 pound uh, Battering ram mm-hmm. Because you fail To follow The traffic laws mm-hmm. Right okay. Same thing with a gun if you're going out there and you're trying to be uh, Billy the Kid, and speaking of Billy the Kid, uh, you could open carry here in Kansas. You don't have to conceal carry here. You could, you know, your weapon could be showing here like in the Wild West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the contrarian to that would say, yes, you receive some sort of training to pass your driving test and some sort of instruction to get your driver's license. Right. But to purchase a gun, you don't have anything. To drive your car... You have a certain amount of liability insurance or something. Yeah, I got you. And then there's no insurance for the gun ownership. I hear you. I'm just saying the contrarian. Yeah, it's it's an endless argument, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, You know, I look at it different ways. We have an invasion by an enemy country here. Mm -hmm. They're going to kill me immediately because I was a soldier. When they go into the records and all this, it doesn't matter how old I am. You know all the paperwork. Maybe you know all the ins and outs. But as they're coming, you guess what's going to happen? I'll be taking two or three out with me. Uh, you're coming to do what now? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm going out with a blaze of glory, baby. Okay. That's the way it's going to happen. Uh-huh. You know, no, 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 seriousness. <laughs> Somebody comes into my home and it's an unexpected person. They're coming to do you harm, bro. They're not coming there to play bingo. You don't think so? They're not there to play bridge or gin rummy. What if you actually shoot them and then all of these balls just start falling out? It's like, oh man, he was here to play bingo. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Nice argument, Adam. Nah, didn't But I'm just saying, you know, if you go back on National Safe Day, I think it's pretty cool. I think, uh, yeah, that's not a bad thing. It also says here, how many close friends does a child have? The life of one innocent child is not worth challenging the odds of possibility. You have your child and somebody. So now that's something maybe that I'm not cool with for this National Day. I'm not going to ask somebody if I have my kid going over to their house saying, hey, do you have any guns in the house? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I just don't have. I would think that I'm infringing upon their right, mm-hmm. their Second Amendment right. I think. So you, the argument here is if you know that this household has a gun, that you're not going to let your child go over to that household because there's a gun in the house? Is that what's happening? That's mm. what they're saying. What if the person has a swimming pool? Because I feel it would be highly more likely your kid might drown in the swimming pool you could see than this, be shot. You drop your kid off. Uh-huh. Now, I'm going to be a contrary on that one. Okay. You drop your kid off. You don't have to ask them if they have a swimming pool. You could see it. You can? Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Depends on how palatial the estate is. Oh, there you go. You know, palatial, excuse me. <laughs> the estate. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to take them over. Like Tommy Martinez knows people like that. Okay. <laughs> now, now, if you know people like that, well, you know, that's what I'm talking about. I need to hang out with you more. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not really a safety around the swimming pool. Well, I guess if there's some sort of a fence enclosure that kids can't get into. Well, it just depends. We could debate this and argue, and we could find all kinds of tentacles to this. Mm. In debate and discussion But yes. it, I think it's not a bad idea I think the National Safe Day is pretty cool You as a responsible gun owner If you do not have a safe and you have children Guess what, I think you should just go Me, that's just me, I'm not trying to force it on you Don't send me no fucking email saying you're an asshole Or anything like that Or don't send me an email, yes I agree with you Don't send us any more emails <laughs> saying we're fucking assholes Yeah, We've had enough of those <laughs> But I'm just saying, I, I think it's not a bad idea I think if, me, if I didn't have one And I knew about this initiative I'm a pretty open-minded person Sure, thank you And they're not expensive. No. No, they're not. You can there's one like mine you drill into the wall. Okay. So good. they want to steal it. They gotta <laughs> Yeah, they gotta pry it out of yes, the wall. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Uh yeah, I have a safe, obviously, to use as well. It's concealed. But here's the deal. When you were a kid, you were I mean, I don't know about you, but me, I was in all kinds of shit. I was trying to find shit and going through shit and I knew where all my shit in the house was. Would you have messed with the gun if you came uh, across it? Probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shot some tin cans? My grandfather had a six-shooter, mm-hmm. and it was full of rust. You know, it wasn't even, uh, even usable it was at that serviceable. point. Yeah. yeah. That's about the first time that I think I saw a gun. Mm. I says, wow, man, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I mean, it was useless. I didn't know at the time. I said, oh, here's, let's play with this. Because that's what you think. You're an idiot mm-hmm. at that age. Well, you're an idiot at any age, really, but more at that age, of, if anything. I wasn't prepared to talk about this at all, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh, we're going to talk about on safe day? Uh, I know, but I was just, I didn't, since like I was, I didn't bother reading into it. But <laughs> I was just going to say, okay, just be safe. You know, safety dance. Don't dance. Dance safely. <laughs> you can dance if you want to. Dan- you can dance. Uh, get on the dance floor. Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pull muscle. <laughs> We're at that age where you're going to pull right, a muscle on the know. dance floor. This is a complete coincidence. And what a week for this to happen, too, you know? And it has, like, not stopped other shootings. Like, there's, they've been highlighting other shootings. Like, three, like on the day of that Tulsa one, I think there was, like, two others somewhere else in the country. There's always just multiple people being shot. Yeah, and part of safety also, Adam, is, uh, I don't know if it says it here or not, probably I read it, probably it says a little bit further on, is training properly, just like you said. Oh, yeah, we need training. Yeah, and training properly is not just the way you would actually operate the firearm. It would be everything else, how you react. Uh, A reactionary course would be a good way because people think it's like in the movies. Mm -hmm. Hark, I hear a gun battle. (laughs) (laughs) Let me start running towards it. Like, oh, I'm ready. No. You know how in the army they used to say, uh, what is it? Okay. Train as you fight. Okay. Or you prepare. You prepare to react. You are trained to react towards danger. Like, let's say they're the average Joe. What do they do when something like that? They're in complete shock. They're either running the other way. You become afraid. You get startled. You become frozen. There's a lot of things that could happen. Or you're not trained properly and you have a gun in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're shooting your foot because <laughs> you weren't ready. That's another good way to observe national safety. Go out there and take a reactionary course. Run through kind of like a lanes where you're shooting at pop-up targets as you're running, as you're ducking. You're saying all this, and one would assume that the uh, police force of Uvalde had probably had some gun training. <laughs> they might have had a different response. I don't know about that, man. Like, <laughs> Mike, but yes, have but yourself trained up. I, I'm going to comment on that. Okay. 
in regards to this sad occurrence that happened in Uvalde, as you said, uh, in America, we always have to point the finger of blame on somebody. Okay. Now, since this murderer isn't around anymore, let's go and find somebody so we could point our finger at and say, you know what? You're the one that's wrong. You're the one uh, why this happened. For some odd reason, and this is just me thinking, by doing so, it seems that it satisfies the uh, the culture of self-righteousness, the culture of we need to get to the bottom line of this right now. So let's look around real quick and see who we're going to direct this backlash towards. Oh, and by the way, that's not counting uh, the respark debate on gun control, which is a whole nother ball of wax. And we're going to do it on the backs of this community in Uvalde, Texas. You know, you got to think about that. Okay. The blame has to be placed on somebody. If this guy hadn't been killed, the focus would be blaming on the guy. This is the guy who murdered all these people. Okay. Now, bottom line is there's like 20-something people that are dead that are completely innocent. And the worst part about that man is children. Mm. Yes. And the rest of us can't place ourselves in the position where these families are. Not at all. But we want to place an immediate blame. That's our reaction. How did this happen? How did this what happen? What are the facts? Why? What, had the police were on site. Why? Why, why didn't they get right in there? Yeah. There's, just, there's many questions. Just, there was parents there waiting outside of being told not to go in as well. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Why? And if I was one of those unfortunate parents, uncles, grandpas, whatever it may be, I'm not fucking worried about the what, where, whys, and ifs. And I'm, I want to grieve the loss of a beautiful child. Hmm. Maybe the loss of my wife. Maybe you, you see what I'm saying with these teachers. That's what I'm going to be concerning myself with. Hmm. But no, no, we got to, let's put on my self-righteous hat mm. and start the finger of blame. Mm. We as a nation, and maybe more now in this information age, but, and again, I hate getting political, but let's first take care of these people. Let's take care of this community. Make sure they're set on some kind of path where they're on the road to recovery. And then we'll worry about the bullshit and the finger of blame later. Again, in a perfect world. But this is what's going on in the world. Our world. That's just me. That's my comment on that one. Yeah. Well, we must blame so. for the lawsuits to follow. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's always there, isn't it? Of course. Anyway, Adam, we've yapped too much here already for uh, how do you... We can uh, never say enough about safety. We can. And, I, and, I, and again, this is a great idea. I think we stumbled enough through this because this is something I wasn't prepared. I'm sure that Adam wasn't. Adam, <laughs> S is for secure all firearms in your home. A is for access question about unsecured firearms. Uh, and the homes that your child visit, no. Frequently talk to your children about the dangers of firearms. That's another thing. Talk to your kids, man. Okay. Talk to your family members. Look, I have a gun in here. Just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> they know. They would know. Well, hey, yeah. do you want me to go? Hey, you want me to go to the safe? What? They, hey, yeah, what? They, they know. They hey. know. They know. You know, it's just like when you talk to them about there's a fire. They if they sleep in another level of the home, uh -huh. you know, how do you get out your home? Uh, just in case there's a fire, there's an emergency, there's a tornado, whatever it may be. What do you do? That would be something really cool. You talk to them about that. It's just so you include it. Look, this is a firearm. Do not play with this. This is not Nintendo. This is not a video game. Got it. Whatever it may be. Got it. And the last part is uh, E for educate and empower others to be safe. We just did that right now, Adam, through this podcast. We did a lot of education. We yapped for a good 45 minutes on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we talked a lot anyway. Adam, what else do we do, Adam? On well, what you're going to do is you're going to open up your, your safe at your house, <laughs> your wall safe probably, uh, and you're going to take out every 
one of your 37 firearms. <laughs> and they're, they're all going to be cleaned and buffed and looking beautiful. Yes. And you're going to place them on your picnic table out in your backyard. Okay. And they're going to be pointing away from you, safely pointing away from you and the family. Up and down range at them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, down range. And then you're going to put your arms around each other behind your arms that are uh, laid out in front okay. of you on the picnic table. And you're going to smile and take a picture and you're going to post it <laughs> on Instagrams. And you're going to do hashtag safe day. Hashtag don't come around my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, today was also national old maids day. <laughs> old ladies that aren't married. <laughs> we could have told a couple of how to use WD-40 jokes. <laughs> we could have got a mileage out of that. Too. I, I know. <laughs> All right. All right, Adam, today in history. Yes, Tommy. Brought to you from the pages of history.com. Adam, and this is Volbeat. Yes. Battleship Chains. You know this song? Uh, I know Volbeat. (laughs) (laughs) Barely. (laughs) This would be something you listen to. I I think this is like a, a cover song from somebody else. Oh. I think so. I, when I heard it, I thought it was more like of a, what was that, Nickelback? Yeah, I thought it was like a, uh, like a, a southern rock thing or Pop something. Pop rock. That's yeah, something. Was, yeah. Okay, 1942, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. June the 4th, 1942, Adam. The Battle of Midway, Adam. Oh, Battle of Midway. One of the most decisive U.S. victories against Japan during World War Deuce, Adam, began. During the four-day... Sea and air battle, the outnumbered U.S. Pacific Fleet succeeded in destroying four Japanese aircraft carriers Mm. while losing only one of its own, the Yorktown. Wow. To the previously invincible, Adam, previously invincible Japanese Navy. Imperial Navy, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Many movies made about this particular battle. Was there like some odd strategy where... The Japanese thought they were going to catch our carriers sitting somewhere. and the, Oh, no, maybe that was just Pearl Harbor or something. I don't know. Well, here it says... I thought in, there was a st- strategic mistake. Well, or this something is something made. important, so let's go ahead and try to do this the right way. Okay. In six months of offensives prior to Midway, the Japanese had triumphed in lands throughout the Pacific, including Malaysia, Singapore, the Dutch East Indies, the Philippines, and numerous island groups. The United States, however, was a growing threat. And the Japanese Admiral Isoroku Yamamoto sought to destroy the U.S. Pacific Fleet before it was large enough to outmatch his own. Okay. I guess that would have been it. That would have been a good strategy. A thousand miles northwest of Honolulu, the strategic island of Midway became the focus of his scheme to smash the U.S. resistance to Japan's imperial designs. Okay. There you go. Yamamoto's plan. You're, you're pretty good at this, man. I don't know. Yamamoto's plan consisted of a fiend towards Alaska followed by an invasion of Midway by the Japanese strike force. When the U.S. Pacific fleet arrived at Midway to respond to the invasion, it would be destroyed by the superior Japanese fleet waiting unseen to the west. That was the whole ruse of it. Okay. If successful, the plan would have eliminated, Adam, the U.S. Navy fleet out there. But it didn't work. Mm-mm, it did not work. It says here, U.S. intelligence, Adam, broke the Japanese naval code. However, ah, the code breaker. That's right. Deal. However, the Americans anticipated the surprise attack nonetheless. Mm. Love it. Some so we were laying in wait, ready, ready for them. 
In the meantime, out of 200 miles to the northeast, two U.S. attack fleets caught the Japanese force entirely by surprise and destroyed three heavy Japanese carriers and one heavy cruiser. The only Japanese carrier that initially escaped destruction, Adam, was the Hirju unleashed all its aircraft against the American task force and managed to seriously damage the U.S. carrier Yorktown. I mean, I've seen some of these movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember any of them because I, I get kind of confused in what the strategy is. To me, it's just this big battle at the end. The U.S. Yeah. wins. Yeah. Yay, U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's the end of that. I raise my patriotic flag and say, that's awesome. I celebrate the victory of these seamen, Adam. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I applaud the seamen. Yes. The, it was a great, great victory. There's Pearl Harbor. I feel like everybody knows kind of a lot about, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's all these other little Pacific battles kind of get jumbled in the mix when, in my mind. Yeah, you get them all confused. Yeah. There's Pearl Harbor, a bunch of battles, and then Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima's yeah. a big one, yeah. That's, that's what I know, Adam. Yeah. That's, that's of anything that's naval in the Pacific. Big deal, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, sh- Huge, huge deal. Veterans of the Pacific. It, it uh, sounds like this is like battles the, are highly revered. Out swinging there. the tide in our favor a yeah. little bit at that point. Because we were the underdog actually out there in the Pacific. The Japanese were pretty dominant out there. Yeah, they had uh, control of most of the Pacific. That's why they made them pay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we can't say that anymore. I think that's I think politically incorrect. But this was 1942. That's what, that's what they got paid. This was 1942. They're supposed to make a pay in 42. <laughs> <laughs> they had all kinds of racial shit going on with this. Oh, I know. It was crazy. Even Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the battle went away was the day. Adam. Yes, Tommy. We got there, buddy. This is Cream with anyone for tennis. On a time in the valley wow. <laughs> we went from uh, a 1940s story to a 1960s song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and again, the 100th episode is sinking at him like many of those Japanese just, battleships. It's perfect. <laughs> just just the way we planned it. Adam brought today's sports history, Adam, brought to you from the pages of history.com on this day.com slash sports, Adam. Mm-hmm. 1983, Adam. June the 4th, 1983. Okay. French Open women's tennis, Adam. Okay, 83, yes. Mm-hmm. Chris Everett, Adam. Chrissy Everett? Chrissy Everett Lloyd yes. at the time? Uh-huh. Beat mm-hmm. Mima. Yasovic of Yugoslavia, 6162 for her 15th Grand Slam title and fifth French singles crown. Wow. So, yes, she was very dominant for a period of time. And I think right about this time, old Martina Navratilova came along and started to steal her thunder. That's not the hot one, right? No. That's not your mother. It's a man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Julia Iglesias' uh, son's girlfriend. It's, it's not the hot one, but it's the very good tennis player. Okay. We'll, we'll say that. That's what I'm saying. Hot as in, you know, oh, very, as, as she sports. She had a hot serve. So, <laughs> as in sports, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot sport player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, Adam, there was a lot of French Open factoids uh, during this entire week okay. for uh, sports history. And the reason I picked this is because I don't follow tennis at all. I, I don't was know a, what's the big deal. Uh, do you know anything about tennis? I used to watch because I didn't really have anything else to do. We had like an 83. We, we had like four channels or something like that. Yeah. When the French Open or the Wimbledon or whatever was Those on. Those are the biggies. Those are the yeah, biggies. Exactly. 
the ones that would be televised, I would watch some of that. And, cool. and I enjoyed my guy, John McEnroe, playing. That's the guy who fought a lot, right? He complained. He was a bit of a baby. Oh. But yeah, I liked that guy. For the women's he side. He wasn't a fighter. He was a complainer. He not didn't a like, fight. you know, like no. go with the fisticuffs. He was a little wisp of a man, but he had a lot of anger. Oh, he's a Napoleon dude. <laughs> kind of. Chihuahua. He'd always blow up at the referee or something, or like a, a line judge or something. It's good entertainment. Chris Everett would be, in my youth, my favorite female player. Uh, you were 1983. You were almost 10. Yeah, I was like nine. Mm. Yeah. So I enjoyed watching the women's tennis sometimes. I like watching the Williams sisters. The Williams sisters, yes. Yeah. Booty, booty, booty they, they took it to another level right there. Mm. Big time. I like them where they're playing. That's it. Yeah. You know, I really don't care much for the stats or don't follow any of that. It's just I compare that sometimes to like a bikini volleyball. No, that's not. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's totally different. No, no. It's the same thing. I watch no, it for the no, same no, reasons. No, 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 no. Well, I guess so. When I can do some rumpology reading because you know, when they stand there at the baseline for service, you know, mm-hmm. and they get the balls thrown to them by the ball boy or uh-huh. ball girl or whatever. They'd take the first ball, and they would hold it, and then another ball would come. They'd give them two balls. So you have the one ball that you're going to play with. What are you going to do with the second ball? What they do is they have a place under their skirt. They'd hike up the skirt, and they have like a little ball holder thing under their skirt. Adam. That they can hold that, but they got to hike the skirt up. You know what I'm saying? I knew there was something to it when you said two balls, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) It's a two-ball deposit area, Adam. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they don't have that in beach volleyball, Adam. There's no place to put it. <laughs> no, no, there is no, not a volleyball. Definitely not. I may have to watch tennis a little bit closer, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another 60s tune out of Sounds like it. Darling, oh. yes, you start to get next to me. Honey, oh. that was my plan. Oh, that sounds like Ike. <laughs> Ike and Tina. Ike and Tina, baby. Uh-huh. It's gonna work out fine, Adam. Is that that's what she thought? Right? <laughs> because today in rock history, Adam, it's yes. brought to you from the pages of history.com. Todayinmusic.com, songfacts.com, mm-hmm. and Adam. One of my favorite websites here lately, after Metal Injection, yeah. classicbands.com. Ooh, you enjoy that one? Yes. Anyway, Adam, 1961, no surprise there, Adam. June the 1st. Nine, oh, by the way, Adam. Yes. Happy June, brother. Yes. The calendar has turned on us. That's what I'm talking about right now. I just, I just realized Are we in that. summertime yet? Not officially, but yes. That's why Gosilo's not here. Remember no, that. That's right. <laughs> FM Stereo Adam mm-hmm. was heard for the first time in June the 1st, 1961, by listeners in Schenectady, New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago, Adam. Okay. The FCC, Adam, the Federal Communications Commission, Adam, would adopt the standard a year later. Okay. Did you need a special device to be able to pick up the FM radio signal? Yes, Adam. You needed an FM transmitter player, Adam. 
how did they acquire these? Because it was brand new technology. Was it like you went into into like the Best Buy and the, then the you, Woolworth Alley? <laughs> you went to the thing and they said, "There's a DVD player. It's six hundred dollars. Get it? I, maybe uh, they were six hundred dollars by the time you could buy them at but <laughs> they were like two thousand dollars. Oh, oh shit! And suckers came out anyway. Uh -huh. It was just like any other technology when it comes out, you develop it as it becomes more uh, user friendly, whatever it may be. They keep mass producing these things. The competition rises amongst the companies that are, uh, you know, I would imagine at this time would be RCA. Mm -hmm. Was it uh, Kenmore? Would have been what, another one of them? Maybe. What's the one that Sears used to use? Westinghouse? Well, it could be Westinghouse as well, I yeah. Don't know. So why, Adam? Okay, why? Do you think this is important to music and to rock history, Adam? Was Specifically it, modern rock was it pop music. The first available offering of stereophonic sound that you'd be able to get through your radio? Now, stereophonics, check it out. Yeah. Frequency modulation, Adam, is Frequency what, modulation. what FM stands for. Frequency modulation. Okay. It was invented, actually, in 1933. Yeah, the Nazis? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Who was it? It was by an American engineer by the name of Edwin Armstrong. Hey, real American name. There you go. Okay. It was evolved, and now, Adam, wide band FM is used worldwide to provide. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Not just stereo, Adam. It's called high fidelity sound over broadcast radio. Wow. So the key was you could transmit on this bandwidth, on this radio wave, and it's going to come out on the other end sounding almost as crisp as the source that it's transmitting mm. from. That is a big upgrade from the old AM side. That is correct, Adam. <laughs> In layman's term, Adam, yes. it made your music sound crisp and clear, Adam, over the radio. That's what made it a big deal. And I'm supposing that the spread of the FM radio signals, the, the radio stations available across the country, was pretty fast. It was potent. It moved very quickly. I suppose it wasn't slow. If I remember my electronics history correctly, you had the transistor radio, that handheld walkie-talkie kind of radio. I know that oh. you're... Sure, You're a bit sure. younger than I am. I don't know if you ever got to see those. The thing where you pulled up the little antenna on yes. it and you had to hold it by your, your ear mm -hmm. to, to hear anything? Yeah. Yes, but before, that was maybe one of the first mobile ones. That was revolutionary. Mm -hmm. So, and then they took that one, adopted it into, obviously, the FM. Mm -hmm. So they had both bands and then you was, obviously, how you're going to work all the electronics in them and whatnot. Because, first of all, they were in, either in these really big boxes, which were the consoles where they would go in. Because remember, America had just come off of the radio age, went into the TV age, and now all of a sudden, it's sounding really nice on the radio. Mm -hmm. So how do we take this and make it better? Well, obviously, that's where the production of all these different ideas and all these companies, how to get these radios and all these devices out. And next thing you know, the hip cats mm. of the 1960s, Adam. Yeah. The, uh, what is it, the people who do all the, the folky stuff and the, uh, what is it, the beatniks. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, they were listening to groovy music, baby. You know, clapping the hands and snapping their fingers. So the so the old stuff, the old standards, that kind of stayed on the AM side. And then the FM became for all the new stuff coming out, the new sound. In an essence, yeah. If you want to talk, you stay on the analog mono side, which would have been the AM. That's why it never went because away. Because you don't really need to improve that much. Yeah, you don't need you just to have to be 
Yeah. Understandable. Yes. Got it. Now, when you have music and you can then, you know, the, the questions of the channels, how they're being recorded, all of a sudden they're using all kinds of other technology, the quadraphonics and whatnot to make the different channels when they used to track on these gigantic, what was it, the NIV consoles and all that? I don't know if you remember mm. that from no. Sound City, no. uh, the, the Foo Fighters documentary. Right. So when they were using all these great things on how to improve recording, that would be put onto vinyl and then that vinyl would be transmitted out of, mm-hmm. they were playing it on this record player that was linked up to all the contraptions and like, like basically my tower of power here at right. that has all these cables and shit dangling from all over the place. Think about it. You have to make your music sound attractive mm-hmm. and it sounds so much better on the FM side. Think about when you play something on YouTube and you get a shit recording of a live event on YouTube and you look at it and you'll say, oh, this is pretty cool. But then you'll go away because it sounds like shit. But if you get one that's the clarity is wonderful and it sounds great, you're immersed in it. It's like, oh my God, I gotta watch this thing. That's the visual part of it. Well, I mean, the sound. The sound is what makes If the makes sound it, is shit, you're gonna go away. The, the sound is what enhances that visual experience. Yes, it does. So I'll give you an example. You say YouTube, you could watch it on your phone and maybe with your earphones, it sounds okay. On my TV there in the living room, I have my sound system connected to it. Mm. So if I wanna see a little bit of Metallica's concert or something Mm -hmm. where there's tidbits how the metallica youtube uh, page will release every once in a while a really cool performance a song from a particular show or something guess how i listen to it of course i'm gonna connect to that in your highest level of fidelity possible yes and when a will does not hear oh (laughs) so i can so i can blast at at high volumes yes (laughs) i understand So, but, you know, think about it. At the time is you're a kid, maybe you're 14, 15, 20, uh, 21. You know, you're at that age. You're all of a sudden discovering these new things. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wait a minute. My dad has an FM player. Bam, next thing you know, it, the Beatles on FM. Ooh. FM is susceptible, Adam, to common forms of interference. Okay. It reduces static and popping sounds often heard at them on the AM side. I, I, I can concur so with that. Therefore, I agree with they, that. therefore, FM is used for most broadcasts of music or general audio. I think if you were listening to some sort of live version of Layla or something and you're really into it, and then you drive under a row of trees and you got some cracking and popping <laughs> or something like that, you'd say, where's my gun? I'm going to shoot this damn radio. <laughs> It's in the safe, Adam. You got to take, <laughs> oh, right. take, take it out of there first. <laughs> you forgot your combination. <laughs> because I'm so red with anger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I understand. I, you know, just like I told you when I was a kid, I used to listen to Westwood One Radio Network really late at night. Oh, and they'd play the live yeah, concerts and things live, that you would oh, hear. Yeah, exactly. On the FM, Adam. Mm-hmm. On that piece of shit radio that I got from the garbage. It's still FM frequency, though. That's right. You know, I loved it. It was great. But Radio Heavy... <laughs> Now, <laughs> Adam, what new songs were around in 1961, you asked? I don't know. You're going to tell me, though. I you hope. didn't ask. I'm going to tell you anyway, Adam. Okay. Go ahead. Adam, yeah. let's twist again, Adam, by Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker. He had rehashed his My head. God. Which version is this? The fourth one? I think it's the third or fourth. I don't even know. <laughs> Tossing and Turning, Adam, by Bobby Lewis, Adam. All right. I know that one. Adam. Tell me. For the country folks, I fall to pieces by Patsy Cline. Patsy Cline? Yeah. yeah, that's classic. Classic. Adam, here's a great one right here. You know this one. The Lion Sleeps Tonight by The Tokens. Mm. The, was that though? The. Is that the one? That's it. That's it. That's it. Good. And they were called The Tokens. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know that. <laughs> tokens. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because they were white dudes. They were supposed to. <laughs> 
Did, did they have a token in there somewhere? <laughs> they were all because they were all they were all white. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. I didn't even know that. I just made that shit up. And the hit that we just heard, Adam. Mm-hmm. It's going to work out fine, which it did in Fortina, but you know, no. still, that was out there in 19. Ultimately, it did. You were wondering why I had played that, didn't you? <laughs> it <laughs> did. Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. Adam, yeah, you, you haven't even started me. You haven't even started yet, and I, I've been zeppelin. You've been, <laughs> you're grooving over Hold there. <laughs> Are you okay? Do, we need, do we need to call a doctor? Adam, my arm is still in the clear. <laughs> so all the rest of my body is moving except my arm. Tommy, you want to guess what this song is? God, let me see. Let me think here real quick. Uh, I don't know which one this is called, Adam. <laughs> Well, that was Livin' Lovin' Made. No way! <laughs> from Led Zeppelin 2. They, do they play that one on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> this was the B-side to the uh, Whole Lot of Love single. Wow. Widely known because it was fused to the end of the classic song Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker for yes. American Rock Radio and played nearly as much as Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> Tommy, this being our 100th episode, we need to address one of the more salacious tales and debauchery in rock and roll oh. history. Is it going to be on the plane, Adam? It was July of 1969. Oh, damn it, it's not on the plane. <laughs> the site was Seattle's Edgewater Inn. The inn was situated hanging over Elliott Bay, and a popular pastime was fishing out of the hotel window. Mm. Led Zeppelin were in town to play the Seattle Pop Festival, and staying at the hotel with them was the band Vanilla Fudge. Oh. This is the infamous Mud Shark Incident. Now, legend. Didn't, didn't Carmina Peace play the drums for Vanilla Fudge? Absolutely did. Yeah. Now, legend sets the scene claiming that all the members of Zeppelin were surrounding an excited yet innocent young music enthusiast applying alternate waves of pain and pleasure. Mm-hmm. The day's fresh catch serving as a sexual aid. <laughs> Tales of whipping uh, with shark fins. It was a red snapper. No, mud shark. She was covered by the bloody guts of a butchered fish. Oh, Pieces of shark were cut up and inserted in various orifices to her eternal delight. A live, flopping shark essentially forced to perform oral sex. A wild scene. Some clarity has come in the form of Vanilla Fudge drummer carming a piece. Oh. Present in the room and sober as a judge, his memory of this activity remains intact. It turns out the young... Lady in question had spent some sensual time with Carmine the previous day. Oh. She returned for a round two. Would she be a groupie, Adam? Yes, she would. Okay. In the room was Vanilla Fudge singer Mark Stein wielding a Super 8 camera, and the groupie declared she wanted to make a movie. With Stein filming, Zepp Road Manager Richard Cole, Vanilla Fudge Road Manager Bruce Wayne, and Zepp Roadie Clive Coulson were the active participants. Holy macaroni. The freakiness that ensued cleared the room in short order. 
All band members, save Stein, ejected themselves from the situation. According to a piece, a live shark was involved, whipping and thrashing about. The enthusiasm shown throughout by the red-headed pleasure seeker was taken as a green light for any level of degeneracy. Oh. Plant took leave with his wife. It happened in John Paul Jones's room, but no mention of his presence. Page and Bonham were nowhere to be found. Thankfully, this account saves the pristine reputation of our heroes. Oh, thank God. The Mud Shark Incident is our Zeppelin 101. Oh, thank heaven. For this week. I was was getting scared there for a minute. I said, oh, no. I, don't, I, I, I want my rock and roll heroes to be a little bit immoral, but not that immoral. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, they're, they're still pristine. Oh, thank you. Thank heaven. Unblemished. This, this, had, a good, this had a good ending, Adam. <laughs> Ooh, that came in strong, yeah. Adam. Adam. Yes, Tommy. You know who this is, baby. Everybody knows who this is. Even you. Yeah, it's Lips. Ink. And we're going to Funky Town. Yeah. Adam, 1980. Mm Mm-hmm. 31st of April, 1980, Adam. Tell me. Lips Incorporated went number one on the U.S. singles chart with Funky Town. Mm Mm-hmm. The disco hit was also number one in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Norway, Australia, and, Adam, the Netherlands. I will tell you, I have done two recent Peloton rides with my lady Kendall. Oh. And I think she is a big fan of Lips Incorporated <laughs> and Funky Town because in both rides, she played Funky Town, this song. Wow, Adam. I'll tell you. I'm, I'm not lying to you. See, Adam, here on my script? Yes. I have a question. Is Adam going to say shit about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to Funky Town, Adam? Well, yes. You answered it already. Only with my lady Kendall. Damn it. <laughs> You having Funky Town at some wedding or some other social gathering? Maybe with a little help with a little alcohol? Or I mean, no. Not that I'm not. I mean, the song seems ubiquitous. Uh, Adam, I know that Lisa mm-hmm. uh, Funky Towns, she must. She probably Funky Towns. <laughs> she probably Funky Towns in her, in her off time. <laughs> when, I, when I bid adieu and I say... I'm going. I'm going over to Tommy's for uh, for the podcast. She's probably doing the Funky Town right now. <laughs> this song was a tribute to New York City, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's the, because it was so funky. Ooh. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Metallica family. Ooh, this is my song, Adam. I, I, I knew it had to Outlaw be. Outlaw Torn, that's, baby. That's the one. I know the bass line to this one too. It's brutal. Tommy, you went from oh. you went from uproarious laughter to utter seriousness oh, God, in you. one second. You don't do a bad job replacing Gosito on the board, by the way. I'm doing my best. That's what I'm talking about. I'm all thumbs over here. Adam. Yeah. Outlaw Torn. You love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For you. 
This is not lyrics that will blow your mind. No, Adam. no, no, no. We can't do two in a. I we mean, can't do two in a row, Adam. That's they'll blow your mind. Oh. Your mind is already blown. It's crazy, Adam. Anyway, lower it down, lower it down. Adam. 1996. <laughs> June the fourth, 1996. Uh-huh. Okay. Metallica family. Metallica, Adam. <laughs> what were the chances? Yeah. Uh-huh. Released Load, Adam. Yeah. Their first album in five years. The follow-up to their biggest success, and expectations were super high. Was this the one? Uh, this is the one after Live Shit uh, Purge, right? Uh, something like that. Oh, okay. Probably. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Because after Load came Reload, or was Garage Inc.? Mm, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. After waiting out the grunge era, smart move, by the way, <laughs> Metallica's return is triumphant. Matter of fact, Adam, <laughs> if you turn on your TV to the Metallica YouTube channel, okay, you could find Adam what? Outlaw Torn live. I believe it's in Germany, Metallica family. Oh, one that they put out there themselves. Mm-hmm. Perfect, beautiful color. Yes. Oh, beautiful sound, you soundboard can... sound. Oh, wait a minute. And another the best. quick side note, Adam. Also, you could find Creeping Death. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get back. Let me get back. Why did I have to even do this? Anyway, Low doesn't reach the lofty heights of its predecessor, Adam, the Black Album, which is Metallica. It It was their epimonious, Adam. (laughs) 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 But but it goes number one in most countries, Adam, and sells over five million copies in America, where it counts. Now, people still had shock because... When they looked at that new album and they looked at the back, their long locks had been shorn and they were on these like Cuban zoot suits or something. I believe so, yeah. There and was some mention of that here, yeah. So people had some, uh, oh my gosh, what happened to my my Metallica? Where are, Where oh, is yeah. my Metallica? It's people that don't believe in evolution, Adam. I guess. I didn't have no problem with it. I wasn't looking at them. I was listening to their music. It was a beautiful album. Adam, and, and, beautiful. and long and thick. Here it is. The first single album was... a. Until it's like, you know that song too? You know that one? With a biblical video showing the band in short hair for the first time. Just like you mentioned. You're good, Adam. You're excellent, actually. Other tracks included, Adam. This one we just heard right now. Outlaw Tour. And King Nothing, which we covered last week. Was Ain't My Bitch on there? I believe so. Two by four? Yes. Good. These are these are yes, wonderful songs. Yes. So yeah, you would know these by heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, Outlaw Tornado. Can't beat that. No way. Oh, unmistakable, Adam. This is the Cult, baby. It sounds like the Cult. An American Horse. Mm-hmm. That's a distinctive guitar, by the way. It is. That sounds. And Ian Asbury's voice is also very distinctive. I believe that Ian Asbury is a super underrated singer. Yeah, absolutely. Have you heard him on the uh, Slash record for the song Ghost? Mm, yes, Check I it have. Out. It's pretty brutal. Mm. I think that he does a great job in the original record. So does Miles Kennedy sure. on the live versions of it. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Did he sing it when he came down? Let me look at my playlist the there. One, the oh, it's the numero uno. Top of the list. Yes. <laughs> I just want to point Who out. Who needs again. a memory when you have a set list posted to your wall? Signed by Slash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going back to the cult, Adam. Another great cult song, Fire Woman. Oh, yeah. Obviously, big hit. I love it. One of the best. In 2020, Adam, on June the 3rd, Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw were arrested in Buffalo, New York after Chesney, Adam, 
Mm-hmm. Ran away with a mounted reserve deputy's horse. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is, yes. What's he running away from? Oh, wait a minute. It doesn't stop yet, Adam. What Please is he running away check from? Check it out. And McGraw-Adam attacked deputies that tried to corral him. What? He was looking out for his buddy. Okay, I guess. Isn't that something? Like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Isn't that something? <laughs> Who would think? <laughs> what were they trying to get away with? What were, they, what, were they, what were they up to? Adam, country singers' lives matter. What's the deal here? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Chesney asked Adam to sit on the horse outside Ralph Wilson Stadium up there in uh, Buffalo, Adam. Yeah, right. And the daughter of the deputy gave him permission to do so. The daughter of the deputy. She had control yeah, of the yeah, horse. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> then Chesney mounted the horse at him and he rode off into the sunset at him. Or, wow. so, he, or so he thought. <laughs> so so more, more mounted police came after yeah. him? Is that what happened? <laughs> yes, Adam. <laughs> he was told to stop first, though. Stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a criminal so you think my tractor is sexy huh how about me on this horse baby <laughs> yes so uh he ignored the orders from the other deputies and the deputies were then attacked by mcgraw and members of his entourage so it wasn't just mcgraw wow. so there was some other there's a lot of country ruffling going on out there adam chesney was charged with disorderly conduct and released on bail no charges for Tim McGraw. Now, hold up now. McGraw was charged with second degree assault, Adam. Mm. Obstructing governmental administration, menacing and resisting arrest. He was released, Adam, on twenty five hundred dollars bail. Ooh, what a lot of money. Had they done any had they had any Budweisers or anything leading <laughs> up to know. this? This is country getting rowdy. Last week for the hip hop rap hizzle, we had moshing. We had moshing for the for the rap hizzle. Man, now we had totally out of yes, place. I akin this, Adam. Mm-hmm. To Eric Clapton, no. <laughs> the obscurity of that. Yeah. You, know, you don't hear a lot of this. <laughs> I was shocked when I found it on the history for this past week. I said, "Wow!" Do you imagine? I thought maybe you would have known something about. Do this. you imagine that it's some sort of a dare or a bet between the two guys? I bet you won't get up in there and, and roll off. If you go, I got your back. And we'll probably just end up doing some charity bullshit to pay for it. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. More than likely. We'll just have another show and we'll have this fun legend that uh, has happened in our history. Yeah, oh, that's something I'll remember just like I'll remember whatever the hell uh, Eric Clapton did. Oh, yeah, you always remember that. <laughs> Why remember the good stuff, Adam? <laughs> nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Historic hip hop rapizzle moment. Yo. That's my song, Adam. This is your song? Because you always want to know what your emergency number is? It helps me remind it, baby. (laughs) Right here on the Hip Hop Rap Pizzle. It's a white clip. Sing it for me, Mary. You know how to do it, baby. Uh. Well, it wasn't Mary who sang first. It was white clip. I'm in the zone. It's a great song, man. Super sexy. 
What's hard bass? Why do we need to know drum, drum machines? What's going to happen that we need 911? Adam? We're going to keep it rowdy. Uh-oh. Let's keep on going here, Adam. It is the rap island. <laughs> Last week we were moshing. That was pretty rowdy. Now we're, we're going to go to the standard rap island stuff. <laughs> safe. We'll be safe. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, there's none of that. No. Oh, okay. So, well, I take it back. It's not the standard. So anyway, Adam... Wycliffe John Adam, this guy right here that was singing with Mary J, mm-hmm. was one of 10 people, Adam, arrested for disorderly conduct, Adam, in New York City for a rally, Adam, protesting mm-hmm. cuts into education. Oh, okay. Gene is arrested and led away in handcuffs following an attempt, Adam, to perform, hmm. which was forbidden, Adam, that's what was by it- the events permit. Oh, that's you what put it over the You can protest all you want. Mm. Do your thing, you know, execute your rights as an American, yada, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But don't perform. Why? Why do you think that would be the case? Because that would attract more people there you to, go. to the venue, to the that, area? That's the reason, yeah. Okay. It's Wycliffe Joe, let's go! I, I guess. And all of a sudden, you know, the protest was, well, you know. Okay, well, are these people education. really supporters supporters of this movement, or are we here for the music and the tune? They will become, Adam, immediate supporters of the movement once those speakers crank on. Yeah, I would say so, exactly. just check it out, Adam. Tell me. Amongst the crowd. Okay. Puff Izzle Daddy. Was he arrested? He didn't try to perform, though, uh-uh. I bet. Okay. Alicia Keys, Adam. Oh, one of the best. Jay Zizzle. Mm-hmm. LL Cool J, the ladies love. Yes, Cool J. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Erica Badu, Adam. Foxy Brown. Okay. And of course, the Wu Tangs. (laughs) The Wu Tang. (laughs) How did they escape arrest? (laughs) I know. (laughs) There was no frisking going on, was there? (laughs) And the the welfare people weren't there either. To make sure that they had turned in their chicks exactly. like old dirty bastard had Exactly. Done. Yeah, Adam. Wow. So these were drastic cuts in education for New York State? Is that what it was? Check if it's drastic. $1.2 billion cut, Adam, mm-hmm. in New York's public safety education. Excuse me. <laughs> safety. Oh, their gun safety? <laughs> no. In New York's public education system, Adam. Okay. Do we have any idea what their total overall budget was? Well, it had to be, I don't know, maybe half of that. One and a half billion? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I don't know. You still got three hundred million. I don't make, make it work for the hundredth episode. Adam, let's go ahead and reiterate that we don't do math here. Adam. <laughs> How dare you? Pee in the cup, Adam. That's what I'm talking about. What? What's the captain want my pee for? I don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah, okay, I get that. I get it. I get it. I got gotcha. you. You might have been might have been the probation guy. Adam. That might have happened to me a few times <laughs> in the military. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Adam, uh, that was Cub Loca, Adam. Random drug testing, I believe that was called. You can check it out on YouTube. Yes. 2003, May the 31st of 2003, Adam. Mm-hmm. British police announced okay. that thousands of people at this year's pop festivals throughout the UK would be subjected to computerized drug test apps. What does that mean, a computerized Check it out. Test. Fans would be asked to provide swab samples from their hands, which would be inserted into a drug detection machine. Okay. It was to be voluntary, Adam, and I throw up the, the air quotes. The air quotes, right? Yeah. 
but anti-drug officers could search anyone refusing. (laughs) So what was the the swabbing of the hands? What was that supposed to pick up? Like surface drugs? Or is it pick up the uh, sebum or the oils from the hands and it oozes out of the oils? Yes, that would be it. Oh, okay. The sebums. (laughs) And the oils. (laughs) The stuff that oozed out of them. Okay. Oozing. Because if it was just surface stuff, you could just say, hey, I was holding it for a friend. <laughs> I didn't do any of this. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just, I, they just hand me a bag. I just opened to touch it. I didn't know that was, I didn't know that was in there. I'm coming to, an, I'm coming to a festival in Europe and I'm not going to use any drugs. No way. Oh, by the way, it's voluntarily. But if you don't, I'm going to search your shit. <laughs> Liberals indeed. Ooh, Adam, that came in strong. Yeah, it did. Coming in red hot with the red hot chili peppers. Absolutely, Adam. Danny, California. 2006, Adam, June the 3rd, 2006. The red hot chili peppers, Adam. Yes. Released Stadium Arcadium. Stadium Arcadium? Yes. That's the ni- in 2006, I said, right? Yes. It hit number one in both the UK and the US album charts, Adam. Is that a popular album? I don't even know. I mean, it had this song, this obviously. This song is Danny California, yeah. It also had another one that was called Hump the Bump, Adam. All I know is the, uh, what is it, Sex, Drugs, Magic, whatever That's one the that first is. One. That was the first big breakout one. Yeah, that was the big one. Yeah. You never watched the, the Hump the Bump video? Are you a big consumer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers I have one or two stuff? Rec- I have t- one or two records of them around here somewhere. Are you a fan of Flea I'm and a, his work? I am a fan of all four of them. They've interchanged... Their guitarist a few times. What's that new guy for for Shanti for Conti? Uh, the new guy that was the old guy that came back. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked his work too, and okay. that other the first guy that killed himself, I think. Speaking or, of Flea's work, I heard that he has a little bit part in the new Star Wars series. Adam, are you reading my script, Adam? I am looking at a wall of computers. I cannot see anything <laughs> over there. Adam. I have one piece of paper in front of me. Here's the question: That damn it. I think the ESP of the 100th show just got magnified. Oh. Your ESP of able to actually, I think we're hanging out too much. <laughs> I'm becoming too predictable. Oh, do you think, is that what it is? Yeah. See, you just put the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I go into my mental recesses, and I say, what do I know about Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, oh hey, I saw a thing with Flea, and he's some sort of a guy in the Star Wars world. So Adam, now. so not, see, here was, here was the whole thing about that. I said, ah, Stadium Arcade, okay, it's all right, you know. It's a pretty big hit. That's, for the, that's what I thought. Pretty big hit for the uh, Chili Pepper fans, right? Okay. So then I said to myself, I said, here's a good opportunity to slam some Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff. Oh, yeah, the Obi-Wan <laughs> show. That's it. <laughs> the question is, Adam, have you seen any Obi-Wan Kenobi yet? <laughs> and the answer is going to be no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. And I'm waiting. What I what I came here to do was wait to, for you to tell me, dude, you have to watch Obi Wan because it's amazing. Listen, 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 listen. I am going to be right. You, now. you gave me the time period. We're in between uh, Episode Three and, and Episode Four. four. Yes, yes, absolutely. Young, young Obi Wan and old Obi Wan. Yes, and the metamorphosis. Yes, of the younger to the older. However. Okay. We talked about that a whole shit bunch last episode. Oh, we did? We did. Oh, okay. Like I told you last weekend. But, I but now you've seen some. Check it out. Check it out. I'm going to tell you this much right now. Okay. I went to my hammock on a Sunday afternoon, right? Very low fidelity in the hammock for watching television shows. Check it out now. Okay. It's underneath my deck, right? It is underneath. Yeah. I figured okay. how to hang my big tablet. 
Okay. On the roof, Adam, which would be the floor of the deck. Oh, like... <laughs> As I am looking up at him. Like when you had your bunk bed and you had the poster of Farrah Fawcett above yes, you? Yes, Adam. Oh, my God. Just about, Adam, yes. I said <laughs> mine was not Farrah Fawcett. Mine was Edie's Chacon. <laughs> so check it out, Adam. No. Okay. All right. So I figured out how to tie it with, you know, I think it was, I used some bungees. Oh, and then for the sound, Adam. Yes. I used that oh. blaster over there, Adam. Oh, like a Bluetooth uh, speaker. Yes, Adam. Uh, and a large one at that. It would have been great, Adam, to have binged every single episode. If every single episode of Kenobi would have been available, Ooh. I, that's all, I would have gained about 25 pounds just on Sunday alone, because that's all I did as I watched that series, Adam. Mm-hmm. As, I, as I'm lying down, Adam. Yes. And it was glorious. I thought here, here's and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be serious for a minute. Okay. I go into these with very low expectations. Now, first, on your positioning, you're in the hammock. The the tablet, <laughs> Are you getting any ideas out of the tablet is flat above you. Yes. And I mentioned neck pain before. Neck positioning has to be perfect. It's beautiful in Adam. this situation. It's wonderful. I can't wait Ease for Ease of viewing, top notch. Adam, today where's Okay. I need to know. Where was the speaker? Was it elevated as well, projecting towards you, or was it just on the floor? I mean, how did you have the, the speaker arranged? Adam, I had it on a chair behind me, Adam. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. I had it behind me. If, if I could figure out how to do one of those double speakers that does double Bluetooth that connect to anything, mm-hmm. I'll have one in the front and the back. But I got to research that before I can okay. order it. I also had my little strap that I was swinging myself back and forth as I was watching it. You had motion? I had motion as well, Adam. What? So I could focus on the TV. I was swaying back and forth. You were suspended, flowing back and forth. I only stopped for my heart was stopping during the the action. Adam. Okay, tell me. In all seriousness, I go in with very low expectations when it comes to anything that Disney has done Mm. with the Star Wars. Which surprises me because I believe... The initial Mandalorian you loved, yes, and and the reason the reason being is because some of the movies Adam after like the whatever yeah. the tenth the ninth the eleventh all that all that Ray stuff and the, and the ones featuring Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan were not the most high level. But anyway, no, they were anyway, George long story short is I go in with low expectation because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, to me, and if you haven't seen those first two episodes yet, you're wrong. So Sorry. I'm going to talk some shit about that right now. Right. It is Adam. Oh, oh. If the first episode builds in a little bit of character, kind of storyline building to some reminders in there of what happened right after Darth Vader was injured, almost killed on that volcano planet, right? Right, right, right. right. Builds up a little bit on that, has some, some new characters are introduced, yada, yada, yada. Boom, Kenobi, there he is. What he's doing. You know, what's going on? What's his kind of his mission there? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Because you know all the Jedis were killed supposedly as they executed Order 66 and whatever it was on... The, the second movie. The, yeah, number the, two. The number two or three, whatever it was. So anyway, long story short is that it was on the month. It was... Wow. The characters were falling into place. The new ones I could, you know, passed on a little bit, but it makes sense what they how they brought them in. Mm-hmm. I thought they just brought them in a little bit too early. I think they could have done. I'm getting off off the subject here because I'm going to Nerdville and my own thinking of how this works. It's awesome the way it is. that was just my thinking on the side, but the way they have it is good enough. Adam mm-hmm. and mm. it is action packed. Oh, okay. A lot of a lot of sabers being slung the mm. 
this way and that. Not suspense more than a lot of sabers. There's some stuff going on. There's some there's some humanity to it versus a lot of the mystical force shit. Mm, okay. So I said, oh, okay, I got it. Cool. All right. Check it out. If I have many follow-up questions, but I think they could probably be answered with an actual viewing. Check it out. Check it out. Kenobi's really good. It's like, and this is Tommy Martinez. Kenobi is kind of, so far, a Star Wars movie okay. broken up into episodes. Which might be a better way to serve it up. Yes. Mm. So now, does it have the Boba Fett or Mandalorian feel? Like, each episode is kind of self-contained, where there's like a mission or something that happens in the episode? So far, yes. But some sort of a story that travels throughout? So far, yes. I have not been able to see episode three, and it came out this week, a Wednesday, whenever it was, because... Wednesday, uh, like I told you, I was going to come home. My Willa was doing her pedicure, her nails. I don't know what it was. And all of a sudden, I get a call. Alice coming over, entertain her, you know, until I get home. Obi-Wan yeah, would be so, perfect well, entertainment. You know, Obi-Wan no, was, no. was replaced by Encanto. What is that? Uh, that's that's a Disney movie. <laughs> oh, is it? No. Yes. Oh, and by the way, it was also replaced by playing airplane stewardess with my uh, granddaughter. She's, she She's me, a stewardess? She serves me coffee and prepares me dinner and whatever and she puts a, a hat on me as a traveler and puts a covid mask does she, on does me. she say mask up sir yes cover your nose <laughs> yes, sir yes yes the whole deal it's, it was awesome you know I would, that was my chance to see it i didn't see it and between one thing or the other uh and today is amada's first birthday so maybe hopefully well i think i heard a wilda already she might be up oh so yeah <laughs> so preparations much, already so much for that adam <laughs> Well, eventually, before the next episode, of, of you'll, you'll have seen it. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Good. Check it out, Adam. Check it out. Okay, I will. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. What do we got? What do we got? Adam. Yes, sir. This is my song, baby. This is one of my karaoke go-to songs, Adam. Here we go. Oh, he's doing the moves. It's like he's in the band. He's making all the right, left, back movements. In perfect time. You can tell he's part of the Here rhythm section. Here it comes, section. baby. My heroes broke and I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's my song I told you. Oh, Adam. I know. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you get angry. It's like, damn it, another 29 seconds of my oh, song. Shit. <laughs> yes, Tommy. This week in history, Adam. Yes. Last week, I was kind of dying on the coals, right? Mm hmm. I'm going to bring you with some more current history, Adam. Because oh. check it out, Adam. If anything happened a minute ago, like what we just spoke about, uh, this Star Wars thing. Star Wars thing. That's history, isn't it? That is in the, in the past. Yeah. So this week, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> did they open, I'm, a, did they open a restaurant? No, Adam. <laughs> no. <laughs> on May the 29th of 2022. Oh, my God. Right <laughs> just a couple of days Adam, ago. Adam, former Kiss guitarists in plural. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yes. Vinnie Vincent, Adam. Ace Fraley and Bruce Kulick performed live together. Together? For the very first time, Adam. Oh, my God. In the Creatures Festival in Nashville, baby. Was there ever a, an element of bad blood between these three guys? These guys were replaced at different times during uh -huh. the uh, history of the band, sure. Uh, I don't know if there's any bad blood events. I think uh, there's some issue with Ace and Tommy Thayer. And not only with Ace, but Ace supporters. Mm. I believe Dee Snyder was one of them. 
okay. everybody's saying, you know, what all Tommy Thayer is doing is just donning the uh, makeup and the uh, so he costume. He should have made a new character or yeah, something? Yeah, but it goes, goes away from whatever that... That's a whole other thing. Yeah, We're not going to yeah, go yeah. into that. Okay, despite it having to overcome technical difficulties, Adam. Uh-oh. With the backing drum track that was used in place of a live musician, Adam. Mm-hmm. The KISS alumni delivered a crowd-pleasing show as a security team placed on the floor, Adam. Stop people from recording any portion what? of this performance. That's right. He Peter Frampton them? <laughs> Peter <laughs> Frampton let you record for the first five that's, minutes. That's, that's right. <laughs> this was no, no part at all. This is like when Dave Chappelle came here to the Orpheum. Now, that being the case, did they have their own film crew there I documenting things? So. I would imagine so, you know. Yeah. At the end of the reclusive Vinnie Vincent's large-scale public performance in decades, which took place in the Creatures Fest in Nashville, the trio jammed together, Adam. Mm, what did they play? It's a 70s classic hits, the one we just heard right here, Colgen and Deuce, Adam. Ooh. Wouldn't you have loved to have been there? I would have loved to go ahead and take the stage and sing uh, <laughs> Colgen, Adam. <laughs> Why didn't they call me? Was Ace doing vocals? I don't know who the hell, because I said, hey, it didn't say. Hmm. The night's and we, we don't have any away, video yeah. documentation of it, obviously. No, unless man, they put something. Vinnie Vincent is very reclusive. I mean, you, you can't get an interview out of this guy. I mean, I think the last piece of news that I heard on Vinnie Vincent was that dog abuse stuff out there in Nashville, actually. Ooh. I don't know if you remember that or yeah, not. That's yeah, that's not good. I think that was the last thing I heard about. Him. I don't know how he came out of that. Evidently, he's not in jail, so he wasn't Michael Vick. So. No. Okay. Wow. Yeah, his 45-minute-ish Adam set certainly had quizzical aspects, Adam, starting okay. with the timing, even though he was billed as a headliner at Creatures Fest on Saturday with 80s fave uh, Vixen, Pretty Boy Floyd, and some other uh, supporting act. Vincent wanted to play first and also apparently wanted to start before the crowd could even get in. That's kind of weird. Why would yeah, why would know. that be the case? I don't know. With the ballroom's doors still closed and long lines of fans lined up outside, Vincent began unleashing Hellhound note flurries on his guitar. Now, that would be a different experience if when they open the door... The act that you went to see is already on stage. There'd be a flurry of activity. There'd be a stampede towards the front of that stage or whatever. And it's at a ballroom. That would be pretty wild. Vincent began his signature flair, Adam, and it was unmistakable to fans. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds pretty good. Now, is this the first of more things to come, or is this just a special one-off type of an event? Nobody knows. It just came out. I actually read it, I want to say, on, I want to say an Ultimate Classic Rock is where I read it on this week. I assume this might be happening in coincidence with the end of the road tour or whatever that Kiss is on right it's now. It's still going to be a Kiss sideshow, but you got, you know, you got power guitarist right there. Alone Bruce Kulick was awesome. He was a guitarist for a long time. He was right after Mark St. James. Uh, okay. That's when Bruce Kulick came in out of the Kulick brothers. And Vinnie Vincent, he did, I want to say, Unmasked, if I remember correctly. And he wasn't officially in the band either. Until a little bit later on. Just one of those hired guns? Yeah. Hmm. Wrote some songs with him, whatnot. Still, he's highly revered. He's a great guitarist, according to uh, people who know about those things. And reclusive. Still. Still a great guitarist and known for having played. Oh, and by the way, he had his own original character, Adam. Oh, what was he? The Ankh. Huh? <laughs> the what? He was that, uh, it's that cross thingy from the Egyptian times. It's like a little round. Oh, a circle thingy on the top and a cross at the bottom or something something like that? that, Yeah. Uh, Um, Okay. But yeah, I think I. So that happened, Adam. This week is pretty exciting. I'm excited. I think so. It says at least it's better than last week. So. (laughs) 
song lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it, cause it's the best secret. There are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Adam. Yes, Tommy. I have something that's going to blow your mind. Dying to hear what it could be. I have nothing. What? <laughs> it's empty? The slot is empty? It's empty, Adam. <laughs> I know it was empty on what I received. Like, okay, this, we're, we're going to have something. On the playlist, yes. Okay. I realized that about mm, about 15 minutes after you text me that you were coming here. <laughs> As I reset the Tower of Power, Adam. I went through the... Uh... Well, let's play Metallica's Outlaw Torn. <laughs> Adam, you know what? That's a good idea. What would you like to be blown away with? <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, how are we going to choose this? Let me see. Oh, shit. We're just going to mix something up, aren't we? How about we just forego that? <laughs> what do you want to do, Adam? What is it you want to do? Do you right want to just pick a song at random? Uh, Yeah, pick up a song. How are you going to do that? Uh, um, let me see. <laughs> that will blow me away, Adam. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to have to go and ad-lib in the whole damn thing. So Yeah, yeah. that would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be all fucked up. That will even make the 100th episode even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, let me see. If, let me see. You know what, Adam? Go ahead and see. Uh, how about you try to blow me away today? Adam? Oh, blow you away that, with some lyrics that maybe uh, I'm not too. Well, uh, I can. Well, you know, I don't know anything about lyrics. Okay, but I can blow what's you on, away. What's on your player? Adam? I can blow you away with this song. Let's see if you know this song. Ah. Adam, this is Mr. Tom Petty. You know it. This is by himself, isn't it? I don't think there are heartbreakers with him in this one. Is this full moon fever? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll find out in a minute. <laughs> pretty cool song, Adam, running down a dream. I think it's pretty much uh, self-explainable. Let me make, make sure, Adam. How about, how about you stop it? How about you stop okay, it? Okay, we'll stop it here. Let's check it out. So as it was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. The sun beat down. We just heard that, right? Right. I had the radio on. FM oh, station, FM, I imagine. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, right, right. I was driving, and it was in his vehicle. Mm-hmm. Trees went by me, mm-hmm. and Dell were singing. Me and Dell. Me and Dell Shannon, because they're singing Runaway. Little Runaway, I was flying. Yes. Adam, I've just been blown away. Blown away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Yeah, running down a dream uh-huh. that never would come to me. Right. Working on a mystery. Up oh, there's a mystery. Working Adam. on a mystery. Uh-oh. Uh, going wherever it wherever leads. Wherever it leads. He's on the trail. Running, running down a dream. Mm, he's chasing oh, his I dream. Like, I like the song, man. This, let's do some. Uh, let's do a quick internet search here, Adam. Okay. So it says, Running Down a Dream, Adam, is a song co-written and recorded by Tom Petty, Adam, of course. Sure. And uh, it was released in July of 1989. Oh, wow. A little bit before I got married, Adam. Oh, wow. Yes, and it was from Full Moon Fever. You're good. 
and achieved reasonable chart success, reaching number 23 both in Canada and in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Ooh, gosh. Okay, so check it out. So the song was co-written by Mike Campbell, along with Tom Petty and Jeff Lynn Adam. Jeff Lynn? Yes, there you go right there. Man, I'm One of his Woolberry, traveling wow. Woolberry partners. Yes, ELO Adam. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's pretty awesome. So let's go ahead. We got some history on it here. So just hit that button again. Let's play. That would be the chorus, right? Yep, it would be. How many verses does it have? I don't know. So here comes the second verse, Adam. Stop it. Stop it, stop it. So this is going to say, I think this is pretty much a verse, chorus, verse kind of structured song. I felt so good like anything was possible. Okay. Hit cruise control and rubbed my eyes. Okay. Let's go back to this. Me and Dell were singing Little Runaway. Uh-huh. Is Dell the artist that was performing that? Dell Shannon had that song, Runaway. How'd Runaway go? Uh, Just a I've Runaway. Run- I- <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, I went to the party last Saturday night. Didn't isn't get Isn't that laid. by the runaways? Didn't get late. I fell all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was by the runaways, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's Lita Ford. <laughs> oh, Lita Ford? It ain't no good thing. So that no. wasn't good. No, Lita and Dale's a way to go. I don't know what you're, which one you're talking about. Del Shannon, oh. runaway. Okay. Ooh, Wow. As I walk along, as yeah. I walk along, I wonder what went wrong with our love. Oh, okay, I would, I would so see strong. where Tom Petty is. This is, yeah. this is his era of stuff yeah, that he kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I all of a sudden feel like I'm watching a, a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes, this is right in his zone of influence, yes, right there. Right Pretty cool. All right, so let's keep going here. What's the chorus to that shit? There, there is some wailing coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Okay, now it is. Why? You got it. You, it, you know it. it. So Dale Shannon, but he just says, I wonder. I didn't know that song was called The Runaway. Anyways, let's anyway. go back. Okay, so I felt so good. Okay, so then it goes down. Yeah, running down a dream. So so the second... Go ahead and keep playing the Tom Petty song. Just don't give it too much volume. It was always cold. Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay. The last three days, and the rain was unstoppable. Okay. Kind of like here. It was always cold. Yes, just like this past weekend. Yeah, exactly. All right, stop it. So... First, he was a beautiful day, cool. Mm-hmm. The sun beat down, mm. right? Had the radio on. He was singing with Dell Shannon, as you said. Put on the cruise control. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Then we went into the uh, yeah, I'm running down a dream. So he's going down a path in search of something. Yes. Something that, I, if it's a dream, I would say is desirable. Something that he wishes he has, right? Mm-hmm. He has a destination he's on the road to, figuratively on the road to. Now, check this out. He also said, that never would come to me. Mm. Yeah, running down a dream, 
that never would come to me. So he has no possibility of ever attaining this dream, this goal. Yes, the key word being never. Never. Working on a mystery, going wherever it leads, running down that dream. He's still, he's relentless. But he is, he is ever forward. He is ever in pursuit of this dream that he really has no perceptible hope of ever achieving. Wow, I felt so good, like anything was possible, as he's chasing this dream, by the way. Mm -hmm. Hit cruise control and rubbed my eyes. So maybe he was a little tired? Well, yeah, it, it sounds like you might be a little or fatigued. The, or the, the, the cruise control is going to yeah. help you out? Sure. The last three days, the rain was unstoppable. It was cold and no sunshine. No sunshine. He goes into the chorus again, Adam. Mm -hmm. Still. He goes, yeah, I'm running down the dream. Mm -hmm. That would never come to me. Mm -hmm. Same deal, same thing. So anyway, keep going. I want to see where this bridge is. It's all metaphoric. He's not direct to it with any of it yet. Mm. Where's that start? <laughs> it's coming. We know. There you go. There it there is. is. It builds up a little bit. Will it go into another verse? Let's see if it'll bridge at that point. Went right into another verse. This guy grew dark. Mm. I put the pedal down to make some time. Mm. There's something good waiting down the road. Waiting down this road. I'm picking up whatever is mine. Oh, okay, stop it. I rolled on the sky grew dark. Okay. Some, put, something ominous is happening. I, something, something on I the I put forefront. the pedal down to make some time, maybe to clear the darkness. Put the pedal down to say, I'm feeling uneasy with this darkness that's growing over me, so I'm going to try to get out of here and skedaddle as fast as, as, fast I, can. as I can. Yeah. Get out of here. Make tracks. Get out of here. Because he still, hopefully, he says, there's something good waiting down the road. I'm picking up whatever is mine. Mm. So whatever he sees out there at the end of this journey, he's going to pick it up. How he has he the hope that? that there is something out there. There's something out there that is good. That is what's driving him on his mission, apparently. At the end, there is that pot of gold. There is that one thing that he's looking to achieve. There's that person that he's trying to find. And they're out there. Wow. He just has to complete this journey. Well, that's pretty cool. Anyway, it says here it was a nod to Petty's musical roots, Adam. Okay. With the lyric, me and Dell were singing Little Runaway. Yeah. Making reference to, yeah, Adam. Yeah. You blew me away with that. <laughs> I've been blown away. That never happens. Man, you got blown me away in the 100th episode. I think we could quit now. Okay. <laughs> and so, this is pretty, I've heard this song, I don't know how many times. See, this is what I say. Every time there's a, a, a lyric that'll blow your mind, this is what I say. Because I've heard the songs hundreds of times. And I've never really analyzed anything that's inside of them. That, and, and you blow my mind every week. This is not the kind of songs that I actually analyze either. No, no. This is very poppy song. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, running down a dream. Okay, cool. 1989. But it starts with his base of influence. He's like, hey, this is, this is where I'm starting. This is where my journey began. And now I'm traveling down this road. And I'm never going to achieve actually what I want to achieve. But I'm going to work my way down this road and never stop. Something very cool that says here also that Mike Campbell from the Heartbreakers, Adam, his guitarist mm -hmm. of 30 years, mm -hmm. could not get away from being on his record, Full Moon Fever, Adam. Couldn't get away. Like he wanted to get away <laughs> I mean, from that record. You think about it. That was a big success. Tom Petty, he's working with somebody that he knows. Yeah. He's going to go for the sure bit on this, which that album... 
is, as you say, chock-a-block, Adam. Mm, yes. Full of good songs, great yes. songs. Yeah. Yes. Matter of fact, on the video, Adam, Johnny Depp comes out oh. free-falling. And is he on that one? Is he on Full Moon Fever? Wait is a minute. It, I thought he was in the uh, the Last Dance of Mary Jane. Was that was that what he was in? Let me. Now I'm going to have to Google that. Okay, we need to figure out Johnny Depp. Up, yeah. Justice for Johnny. Justice for Johnny, Tommy. <laughs> well, I'm not doing any justice, Adam, at all for Johnny. Oh. Because you're right. This is off of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers album, Into the Great Wide oh, Open. Oh, and the oh, one that Johnny was on was in that song of the same title. Oh. Into the Great Wide Open. I think he was the He rebel. was the star yes. or the one that was trying to achieve fame and came off the bus and he tried to, yes, make it as a rocker. This would have been uh, Tom Petty's and the Heartbreakers version of Jukebox Hero. Okay. Talks about this one guy. He wants to achieve fame. He's a nobody. Get picks up the guitar, and all of a sudden, he becomes this great star, and he kills himself at the drugger. What was it? Uh, was it Welcome to the Jungle, where Axel comes walking off the bus with his hair not, yes. not teased and just flat down? Like, hey, I'm from the Midwest, this guys. Is a, yeah, this is a good theme like, for rock and rollers. Mm. I believe also Bad Company has a song with the same kind of thematics. Rock and roll is, fantasy? Right? No. Let's say Shooting Star. Is, ah, uh, Shooting Star. Anyway, at least I was right there. Go ahead and play this out, man. Very cool. Well, no? Okay. no. <laughs> well, that's good enough. That's good enough, Adam, because this was Tommy and Adam's hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. <laughs> We're not taking this We need Godzilla, I tell you. Uh, yes, we do. You know, honestly, I have my mind on my granddaughter's birthday party, dude. You do? <laughs> that's probably why I wooed this up already. Are you? Is she putting up the decorations? I don't know. Are they all intact already? We can't escape that. You know, I have to work that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Get ready, buddy. Could you write it out in your hammock with your tablet placed above you? You know where I screwed up? What's that? Taking off my bandage last week. (laughs) Oh, because now you're you're fully functioning. (laughs) No, I still have the stitches. (laughs) Adam, rock and roll birthdays, baby, born on this week. Mm-hmm. Who is that? This is Ronnie Wood. Oh, okay. And in this video, he's actually with Keith Richards. And I can't feel the fire. Oh, okay. Well, Ronnie Wood, Adam. Born June the 1st, 1947. Mm. He's 75 today, Adam. Okay. Guitar, songwriter, painter, and radio presenter. Originally a member of the UK band The Birds, Adam. Oh, wow. Yeah. And first worked alongside Rod Stewart. In the Jeff Beck group. I didn't know that Rod Stewart had worked with uh, Jeff Beck. Oh, I, I wouldn't have known that, but I think upon hearing you say that, yeah, that joggles something in my mind. He then got together with three members of the Small Faces, Adam, to form. Just faces. the Faces? Yes. Hmm. There's a little bit of Ronnie Wood uh, history that you you don't pay that much attention to Ronnie Wood, especially with He's those, kind of in the background. With those two juggernauts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jeff Beck and uh, Keith Richards both loom pretty large in front yeah. of him, you know? That's pretty cool. This is his song, huh? That's what it says. Oh, pretty I cool. Pretty is. cool. Anyway, Adam also, he would have been today 81 as his bandmate, Charlie Watts, Adam. Mm-hmm. He was born June the 2nd, 1941, Adam. Okay. Died 24 August of 2021. Remember that? Yes, I do. John Bonham also, Adam, would have been 73 today, Adam. He's yes. English drummer, John Bonham. Posthumously. You know right. how it works. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Also, DMC, Adam, mm-hmm. of the rap group, Adam, Run DMC. Oh, 
Okay. Today he turns 58. DMC is 58. DMC. Does that stand for DeLorean Motor Company? <laughs> what does that stand for? That, that stands for Daryl Mac Daniels. Oh. Not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, what a mess today. <laughs> Adam, you know who that is. That's Run DMC. Run DMC. I, I know, but I didn't know what I didn't know DMC was a person, and that stood for something. There's, there's Reverend Run, yes? yes, and then there's DMC. I didn't know let that. That was just see, a two. Let me see if I could spit out something. Spit some rhymes. Let me see. Spit fire. You got something? Got some? Got some rhymes? Let me see. My name is Daryl, but it's McDaniel's. These rhymes are mine. Those burgers are Ronald's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it came to me out of it. <laughs> That's from the DMC canon. Adam, that oh. is from a song called uh, I'm Proud to be Black. Okay. Yes. Good. Uh, Adam, I don't think that one's it's about played. Time. That's played regularly on your uh, on your player. It app. hasn't come up on my player <laughs> recently. <laughs> Adam Tom Morello, Adam also of uh Sneaky Old, I think. He is 58. 58. Years old, right? Yeah. He's same age as uh DMC. Mm. Uh, you know who he is, Tom Morello, Adam. Oh, definitely. Rage, Rage Against, Against the Machine. Machine, Adam. Audio Slave, Adam. Yes. You know, he's, lately he's been touring with Bruce Springsteen, it says here. I didn't Don't know that. Know. I did not know that either. What business so, would he have being up there? But he's a pretty great guitarist. So I think he's a St. Louisan as well. Mm, so, I, yeah. Okay. Oh! Let's go! I love butts. Like, here's her butt. What are you going to do? I'm so excited. You don't understand. I'm so obsessed with butts, and I want my butt to be <laughs> colossal, so this is very exciting. Listen, actually. Have you had a chance to actually, have you listened to this in detail, as, as you said? This you, intro here? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to tried to break down the individual pieces and parts. See if it's like building. Ooh, butt stuff. Towards the end, we, towards the end we get to a hickey. You know, yeah, it's, it's all about butt stuff. Adam, that would be a crime, Adam. Anyway, <laughs> not to give it one for it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yes. Uh, real quick before we uh, we go into the uh, activate the Lords of the G string app, Adam, for this week's uh, selection, mm -hmm. which I hope is really good because the last two have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes it onto that app, it's usually certified pretty yeah, yeah, good. Usually, usually is the word, Adam. Usually yeah. is the word. So yeah, uh, Agent X three he ran over from the third birthday into the rumpology reading pretty good. So yeah, that's good. So Adam, so here we go. We need to do some quick ground rules so we won't get as lost. Okay. Going, we want to stay to the. Did I get sidetracked last no, no, time? No, I did, Adam. Oh. <laughs> 
we need to quickly add them. And we're going to encourage our listeners to uh, actually go and Google some of the rumpology journals and could we volumes pu- of references. Could we put out maybe the cheat sheet onto the Datacoba yes, Promotions so. at least, Instagram at least, yes, site? We probably could. That's, that's a good idea. Let me make a note of that real quick. But let's review the classification categories okay. of rumpologies. Let's go here. Let me pull this up real quick. It's difficult to speak, Adam, as I try to... Uh-huh, uh-huh. ruffle through this anyway so adam here we go it says here left and right sides of the person uh, reveal things about their past adam the, the, left, the left side the left is the so past. we're good there we were good there mm-hmm. and the future is the right got it the crack down the middle of the buttocks adam mm-hmm. represents the division of the left and right hemispheres of the brain so there's some cerebral adam uh connection between the butt and the brain Okay. So the left That's side. separation yes. of the hemisphere. And they're considered hemispheres, Adam. Quite literally. Okay, now, Adam, the four shapes that we need to stick to. We've already had round. Is that correct? Round, definitely. What was last week's? I forgot. Was it a pair? Was a pair. Okay, I think okay, it was okay, a pair. okay, okay. So you have the apple shape, right? Yes, the first one is apple shape. Yes, Adam. So that would okay. be a kind of a V kind of shaped muscular M- bottom. M- yes. More top heavy than bottom yes. heavy. The V, yes. Yes. Okay. The pear-shaped, which is the heart-shaped. Heart-shaped. Yes, so that way the... Round is the more bubbly. On the top, yes. Right, and then there's And then the round is, yes, the round shape, just what it means, round. And the fourth one is like... Is uh, the flat bottom, Adam, is a square-shaped. Flat bottom, girls. Yes, that's a square-shaped. As a matter of fact, you know, at the gym, I thought I saw a flat bottom one. Well, they're out there, so. Tommy. They're they're there. All of these different varieties, they're all out there. In my professional assessment of them, I said, I must look at this and figure this one out because it was jiggly. It was <laughs> The flat was jiggly? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. it what, like, oh, how does that work? I don't know. As I'd have to describe that later. I, I felt like asking her to come on. Do you have anything that podcast. we can analyze? No. No. <laughs> no, not hers. No, Adam. No, Adam. I uh, remember I'm a professional. That's what I'm saying. I, I would have asked her first, Adam, but <laughs> it provide it, it, it needs an, an analysis. I was looking pretty crazy that morning. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to sound more crazy at all. So those are the classification, Adam. Okay. The classification categories. So it's uh, V-shaped, heart-shaped, round shaped, and square shaped. All right. Okay. Okay. Remember the left is the past. And the right is the future. And the right is and the middle is the separation between the hemispheres. Yes. Exactly. With a connection to the brain, Adam. So let's go ahead and hit Adam. It connects to my brain, I'll tell you. <laughs> so does mine, Adam. So. Here we go. The phone is vibrating, Tom. Are you sure it's the phone? Has it? <laughs> Has anything loaded for you yet? Yes, Adam, and it's coming in and out, actually. Uh-oh, why? Uh, is I don't not, know. You don't I have don't a strong signal? With, with my lords of the noise, but I better have a strong signal. Internet oh, yeah, that's right. Week, you I'll got... be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's loaded for me is it's Lorena Official. Let me go ahead and hit the refresh here real quick, at least oh. on mine. Okay. Boom. It's a Lorena Official, yes. Okay. Yes, I-T- Adam. I-T-S underscore L-O-R-E-N-A underscore O-F-F. I-C-I-A-L. It's Lorena Official. I'm glad Glocito's not here. Why? Because it's not Official? Because he's a <laughs> He would have corrected it immediately. He <laughs> <laughs> says, you need to come in to my office. You'll be corrected, Adam. All right. So which one did it come up on? Is it going to be... Which one do you have, Adam? Which image? Uh, yes. Which image? Actually, let's read her stats real quick. Oh, okay. She is has 335 posts. I hope we don't have to go through all these because... The, well, I, she, I do hope that we have to go through... 
through all these. She only has 7,048 followers, Adam. Is that oh, correct? So this is, yeah, so this is kind of an under-the-radar talent right here. But it also says, Adam, that uh, she is a public figure. Public figure, yes. Is that French that she has there, Adam? It looks like it. Le vie des beja. So, okay, the li- life is beautiful. That's what that means. Okay. Uh, lifestyle, that's yes. pretty simple. And, oh, the divine beauty, that's what the third oh, one would mean. Wow. I know my French is a lot of... Man, I guess so. Mm. It's not just the accent. You have the actual knowledge of this yes. language. A little bit, yes. I watch a lot of Pepe Le Pew when I was a kid. <laughs> I actually wanted to be Pepe Le Pew a lot of times. <laughs> Adam, yes. which one do you have? Um, I believe you said it was like the ninth oh, image. Oh, Adam. She is uh, a lovely Let's, lady. Uh, oh, Adam, yes. This is definitely the one that is made for Rampology, Adam, because she has assumed the correct position. The correct position for a proper analysis. And by the way, this one's on the left side, Adam. Now, is that give that a special part of significance when she is presenting. She is presenting her past to us, albeit... It is shrouded by a covering, you know, a bit of a, a waist covering, covering the, uh, I guess it would be a thong back bikini, but it's covering half of that side. Adam, hmm. as a profession, I would tell you that if you could see a thong in there, you must have x-ray vision because it's probably lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining that it's there. Adam, it must be lodged between the hemispheres because I cannot see it. Because we have uh, standards on uh, the Lord of the G-Strings app. Oh, I'll check this out, Adam. It says yeah. she is Haitian, Adam. Haitian? So, yes, that was French that we were reading. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Adam. Oh, Adam, just like Wyclef Jean. Yeah, okay. Oh, you yeah. see? A Big finally, connection to the Haitian. Adam, exactly. Finally, episode number 100 is coming together. <laughs> After it? about two hours yeah. of bullshit. <laughs> but what are you able to see from this, Tommy? Okay, Adam, mm-hmm. I would say mm, there is some creases here, Adam, on the right side. On the right side. In the future, yes, as the that future would be. future had there's some creasing action on there. This is probably 100% unadulterated. This is uh, fully natural. Yes, Adam. And and really, let me let me say, top tier. Really yes. top tier. This is a rumpologist's dream. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to work with. I'll yes, tell you that. Yes, there's there's no need, Adam, to pull out the magnifying glass here whatsoever. No, this this is, is a kind of in your face. Yes, def. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so for a more accurate medical. Well, exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm, what else? It Dark looks, skin, Adam. It looks like from what we were seeing, looking at the past. Okay. It looks like she has. A solid foundation. It looks like she was brought up well. She had a good childhood, a good young adulthood. That's what it looks like from the left side. Because the left side looks, what I'm able to see from this vantage point, it looks pristine. It's unblemished, yes, Dr. Adam. And then when we transfer over to the right side, the the other hemisphere, that's when things become a bit more cloudy and a bit more, as you can see, the gentle contours towards the lower part of that. So does that present as a future difficulty or a future health issue? Adam, if if it's sitting down, there is no difficulty whatsoever. No, but I wouldn't want her to sit down. I would prefer if she she would stand or maybe bend over if she needs to. Adam, and on that note, Adam, let us don, Adam, our scrubs. (laughs) 
now on, you're going to be known as Agent I told you it was Doctor. Oh. Adam, it's time to rub our hands with the 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 uh, antibacterial soap. Okay. As we must move on to do this diagnosis. It's down and dirty now. We do not want her to sit at it. For sure. Not for a reading. No, of course not. Absolutely. Uh, Adam, I will tell you right now, her future is looking pretty good as, Adam, we put her mm-hmm. on the examination table. That would be the next picture, by the way. The next picture, yes. This is when we say, I need to see a little bit more of the inner... <laughs> Of the inner divide of yes. the hemisphere. Yes, Adam. Because she's taken both hands and cradled each she, no. each side and has kind of given an extra lift. She knew, Adam, that she was going to be rumpologized. Yes. This. <laughs> yes. She's she is uh, is definitely no prepping. fear though. No fear though. We're professionals here. No. Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's, here comes the difficult part on this one to classify it, Adam. Okay. Mm. Between both the standing up one and on the crab position. Crab? <laughs> crab? No. Did you move on to the next I, I told the you next the, image? Yes, oh, okay. Dr. Adam. Put okay, it. got it. Got it. Yes. There's one Adam, where she's please, put your surgical mask she's, over. She's your mouth, in the Dr. examination Ed. position and yes. she is, yes. I, I'm I'm on to the next readable. This one is very well hydrated and lotioned. Perfectly contoured. Adam, her future just looked better, too. The uh, right hemisphere mm-hmm, it is. from the left hemisphere, Adam. It's both of them, Adam, show up unblemished underneath the examination light. It has absolutely brightened as well. Yes, Adam. It is, uh, as I zoom in, it is, uh, wow. <laughs> what can you say? This woman is going to have a wonderful future, has already had a great life. I mean, she, I, I, she I assume... Can, Adam, she cannot go down. She can only go up. I assume her number of followers, the more that are people see this, are going to grow exponentially. As a matter of fact, for the follow-up appointment, Adam, we'll probably see more followers. Like, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Because this one's going to have to be followed up without a doubt, Adam. So, uh, Adam, so what is your diagnosis here, Adam? It's between mm-hmm. an apple-shaped mm-hmm. and a round shape. The examination position kind of throws it off. So I'm going to refer back to the very first image that we looked at. Okay. The top part, Adam, is covered by, it is her, covered, uh, but by her mini you panty can, cover. You there. can tell by the narrowing as we come up from the bottom, there's a, a there's a narrowing which would preclude it from being apple-shaped. There is no apple shape possible. And I also disagree with the pear diagnosis. I believe this is round. This is a round, Adam. I was going to say. <laughs> Absolutely round. 100%. She is... <laughs> She is uh, breathtaking, and it looks to be that her future is going to hold nothing but success. Adam. Yes, sir. I want to share something with you. I hope I, this is as professional as I could be, Adam. Okay. After uh, we leave, after we leave the examination room, Adam, uh-huh. I would like to tell you that I would like to feast on some wampers. <laughs> No, no, Tommy. Tommy, that's, that's whoppers. It's not, it's not wampers. I would say they're whoppers for sure. It's like gigantic milk duds. No, they're de- de- definitely whoppers. Difficult being more mature than your father. 
Agent X3 has been doing a, a wonderful job, and he had to really search for this one. This was a, under the radar. Yeah, black beauties like that are not that Ooh. easy to find. Absolutely not. Fantastic. It's time for our hashtag. What the frijoles? That makes me want to do some more rap hizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. So, somebody caught me 911. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I don't have to talk too much during this What the Frijoles. Okie dokie. But I'm you going, have a lot of visuals today? I'm going to play something that we've played on this program before, and you might be familiar with it. Hey guys, today I'm going to be showing you a day in the life of a girl who sells her farts in a jar. Oh so yeah! Do you remember yes. Stephanie Motto? Yes. Beans, this this was her muffin, introduction to us to the Tommy and Adam Party Now podcast. Yeah, was that the one where the girl from uh, my Secret Life or Ninety Day Fiance or yes, Ninety okay. Day yeah, Fiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had a little side job <laughs> where she. Bottled her farts. NFT farting, wasn't it? Not, well, that she transferred to NFT farting oh. after she had uh, intestinal distress due to all the farting. But anyway, this was her initial introduction. I love it. It's good. Good walk down memory lane. Exactly. But now, listen, one thousand dollars. But. She has reared her reared her head again. No way. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> she is back in the news because she has another uh, asset for sale. Oh. And we're going to play her, her latest request for funds. Here we go. Right here. And a lot of people were wondering, Stephanie, what are you going to do next? What is your next purpose in life? And... I was really searching for my next niche and I was, you know, like thinking I just put in this $200,000 in-ground pool in my backyard. I got to pay the bills. So I'm going to be sweating my butt off by that pool all summer long. So I know that uh, I'm a pretty sweaty gal. I got some nice cha-chas. So it just kind of came to me one day. I'm going to be producing a lot of boob sweat this summer sitting by the pool. So why not bottle that sweat up what? anywhere between 300 and $500. And I'm trying to really be fair, you know, cause this isn't, this isn't easy. Actually, I'm finding that these bottles are harder to produce than the farts. And you know, they're, is actually more risk involved. I mean, there's the sun, it's hot. You can have heat stroke. But what the hell, but <laughs> So her new her new venture is bottling her boob sweat. And you can purchase your vial of Stephanie Motto's boob sweat. Oh wow. Depending on the amount in the vial from anywhere from three hundred to five hundred dollars. Now she says 
she's been averaging $5,000 a day from this new venture. <laughs> so <laughs> her $200,000 pool should be paid off in uh, short order. Wow. Depending on. Is this, Adam, was this a What the Frijoles slash Sound of the Week team up? <laughs> this, was, this was a callback to a Sound oh, of the Week with wow. a new What the Frijoles. Oh, no fucking who knows, shit. Who knows what bodily function oh. she'll give us next? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't you wish you had something that you could just excrete and, and make and make a lot of money? Adam, I have this podcast that I excrete. <laughs> well, it's it's probably similar, a similar <laughs> content. Alongside you. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Jeez, there's some freaky the people out there. There are definitely those. Well, Tommy, thank, thank God we have this podcast. Definitely. Well, as usual, Tommy, we have some new music. Excellent. And this is from one of my bands. Muse. Muse. <laughs> the song is Will of the People. It's coming out on uh, August 26th. The album is. A few of the singles are out now. Album of the same name, Will of the People. They're, they're kicking up their uh, political rhetoric. They always had an undertones of political stuff but now it's just kind of taken to the forefront oh. will of the people from news are they english yes they are the queen's like eighty thousand years old what <laughs> what are they what are they protesting that lady looks like a nice lady what they said in this album what they're trying to do because they're they're not thrilled with the idea of doing like greatest hits albums oh. like all their old stuff so their plan was to take each kind of song that they make and make the best, greatest hits version that it could be. Like this is their newly written, going to be their greatest hits right here. Rearranged. Yes. And I can see, I've only listened to this song a couple times, but I could see in a stadium setting where this could be like a big... One of the ones that they have to play. Adam, I'm looking the big crowd. forward to. I really am looking forward to going to a music show with you, Adam. Oh, you, you should. It's it's a rip roaring good time. Okay. And we we also have something else. Go ahead. I'm not going to expect you to know this. No, I don't. It's a new single called Radiance from the Dead Daisies oh, okay. featuring the voice of rock, Glenn Hughes, one of my favorites. Everything he does is just really goddamn great. But it's a, but it's a new single that's out. GDGF. <laughs> so check that out. Radiance by the Dead Daisies. You just shortcutted me out of GDG. <laughs> We've got that, and we also have another piece of sound. And there was a recent. As a matter of fact, Adam, you know, if Gosito was here, mm -hmm. we could give him uh, his videos when we see him. We could write back to each other. GDG. <laughs> Goddamn great. Goddamn Gosito. <laughs> <laughs> we also have another piece of sound. Uh, Boston concert oh. featuring Metallica happened recently. Kirk Hammett had a bit of an issue on stage, and he claimed. 
that he was distracted by the kick-ass audience and why he kind of fumbled the beginning of one of your favorite songs, Tommy. And we have the audio of that right here. Oh, nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. So after, so he started. I don't know how dare you. He started cramping a bit. That's blaspheme, Adam. <laughs> he, he went down on his back on, on the stage. He got up and then he got to the microphone and he said, "Because because you, the audience, are so kick ass, I got distracted. Oh, that's why I I, I fucked Adam, up. our audience is so kick ass. That's why we're fucking up this hundredth episode. <laughs> but Tommy, those are our sounds. Oh my god, this week. <laughs> How dare you? (laughs) It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. Adam, I have a motherfuckeria, but evidently it's not popping up. Is your super fast internet not uh, connecting you to the proper page, Tommy? Adam, if that were the case, I'd be calling him and say, listen, process and execute. Adam, you flunky. Yeah. I don't know how we just flunky the last of this episode. Okay, let's, let's do call it. it, baby. Let's go. Good times, bad times. On the Tommy and Adam Martin podcast. We love that recording. <laughs> that was really great. Longer these intros at, <laughs> the more we're supposed to prepare, the less prepared we are. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. You got All the right, bad times. We got today. the bad times. All right. Well, Tommy, I'm going to send you okay. something that's on Instagram. I don't believe it's made its way onto the Lord of the G Strings app, but it's on Instagram. Okay. Uh, it is X O Mary M A R Y M fans. Now, there was an actual page for the person, but I, it wasn't opening up. I had to go to a fan page. Of Mary Magdalene. <laughs> oh wow! Are you? Is it coming up? Uh, Mary Magdalene fan page for Mary Magdalene. Not her real account. Yes. Oh, yes, okay. Yes, that's yes. it. That's it. Yes. But oh, you see, wow. but you see images. Yes. Yes, Adam. There's, there's a lot of rumpology candidates here. Mm-hmm. Probably not natural. No, 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 no. Probably Actually, let's natural. let's forget that for a minute. Yes. No. Do you see a shot of her face as well in uh, there? Which one, Adam? Would you, that be can, the third one? Can you jump in? Kind of zoom oh, into that? Yes, I can. Oh wow! Isn't that something? Fish lips, yes. <laughs> she looks like she has those lips. She has those lips that they sell at the state fair uh, uh-huh. of wax. Yeah. Well, well, this is the tale of this Instagram model. Is Mary, it the same person? Mary Magdalene. Yes, that's all the same person. Oh, wow. And she had a problem. She was recently booted from a flight because of her 22-pound boobs. <laughs> Big boobs. And now she is threatening a lawsuit. <laughs> Well, listen to this. The Canadian model uh, who says she was kicked off of a recent flight from Canada to Dallas for looking too explicit 
And she says she got the heave-ho shortly after being seated on a $5,000 ticket, no less. So does that sound like first class, maybe? She was in a first class seat? Might be. $5,000, absolutely. And says she was not buying the reason given by the airline crew. She said she was booted for wearing headphones and ignoring instructions from the flight attendant. How could that be? That's discriminatory, Adam. Instead, the model claims she was kicked off the plane because her boobs were too big for her top. <coughs> and now she's crying discrimination and calling the whole experience disgusting and dehumanizing. Uh, she posted a selfie from the plane, and the model is wearing a sports bra and earphones in, but it's. <laughs> but she says it's obvious which is the bigger foul. Uh, the model says she's finally made it to America on a later flight, but she's still got a beef with the airline and society, saying discrimination against enhanced bodies is very common, and she has dropped at least six figures on a wide array of plastic surgeries. As you can see by the rumpology region, the chesticles, the lips, the nose, everything is quite updated. Every, everything. 22-pound boobs. And that's probably each, Adam. I think it looks like it. I mean, regulation basketball is what it looks like. And with the NBA finals, Adam. Those are bad times. Those are our bad, bad times, Tommy. I can't blame them. You can't blame the airline. It's like no. you should have got a ticket for them, too. <laughs> Disconnect them, sit them right here, Adam. Hopefully we have some good times. Oh, Adam, we do. We do have some good times, Adam. I haven't done good times in a while, Adam, so let me get myself oh, ready for this. So it okay. says, here, Adam, here it is right here. First trailer, Adam, mm -hmm. for the new Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe movie is now streaming, Adam. Do the Universe? Yes. Oh, my that's God. That's what it's called, Adam. Is it on YouTube, Adam? Okay. It is on YouTube, and yes, Adam. Paramount Plus is now streaming the first look at the new Beavis and Butthead movie. Beavis and Butthead, Adam, do the universe. Now, there was talk that they were going to be returning to the TV. Is this in addition to the TV, or have they switched uh, focus and we're going to just go for a motion picture? Let's see what it says here. According to Mental Injection, Adam, mm -hmm. the movie is being billed as the dumbest <laughs> it's right up our alley. <laughs> Science fiction movie ever made. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> Which is exactly what I think you all want from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As for the trailer, there's everything from sexual innuendos, of course, mm -hmm. about the number 69. Oh, oh, 69, like in bingo. <laughs> and a misunderstanding of space to saying things suck and chance about T.P. Adams. So it sounds like a normal... Now, will Elon Musk be a character? Uh, because they have had to, they've got to get to space somehow, and he's the one kind of shuttling everybody around. Well, I have Paramount Plus, and I'm going to have to go look for this, Adam. Describes the movie as such in perhaps the dumbest space movie ever made. Beavis and Butthead are sentenced to space camp, Adam, by a creative judge. <laughs> sentenced? <laughs> We're going to send you where there's no oxygen. By a judge in 1998, um, uh, leading to a trip on the space shuttle. Mm. Predictably disastrous results, Adam. Okay. After going through the black hole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I tell you, I love it. I love uh -huh. it. They reemerge in our time where they look for love, misuse iPhones, and are hunted down by the deep state, Adam. <laughs> They caveat with this spoiler, Adam. Uh-huh. They don't get to score. <laughs> oh, my God. It's our, <laughs> it's our same lovable characters. Adam, baby! The 
is it. Woo, we're going to call it. We can't say thank you to Godzilla. Uh, episode number 100, sir. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. And congratulations to our audience. Uh, for suffering, that, yes. for suffering go these many months. I've suffered <laughs> for the 100th episode, Adam, of this great podcast, Adam. What say you, sir, that you take it away? Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is not that serious, nor is anything we said on this podcast. Again, search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. I am Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is June 4, 2022, and you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always... Play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah! The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah! Which are the Kansas. Dadakoa Promotions.